literally every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. I'm Dave Chernick. I'm J-Lo. And we are in a packed studio full of white rappers. Word, word. Not me though. <laughs> Just in case anyone thought full. that was me. Now we've got uh, we've got <clears throat> our uh, our buddy Andrew Hatchback. Hi. With no arms, he's got no arms today. So yeah, it's a new tech. I'm working on new, new tech. <laughs> and we have Duffy in the studio. Peace. From Spore, coming to educate you guys a little bit about the psychedelic scene here in Colorado or in Denver specifically, and uh, hopefully we're going to be spreading it out nationwide. Got MTI in the studio, running things. That's right. Vinny Bob, ready to do some drops. Got drops. And please nobody give a shit and say, oh my gosh, when is your cannabis podcast going to discuss cannabis again? We, we need babe. to be... <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been since you used that one, you motherfucker? It's been too long. <laughs> I've been waiting. It's been too long. I'm going sure. to find that button and Dude, rip it off Itchy there. trigger fingers. Um, but it's it's coming up. There's a ballot measure, and it's important that we talk about it, and we have to get the word out. And oh, we, I almost brought my blue book. We have to get everybody educated. Um, no, we have to stay. We have to stay the course and yeah. stay on it, and just kind of keep keep reminding people. Six plants, two ounces. Just think of that. If you have a problem understanding, and, what and what's funny is, is because we are so like you know noticing what bullshit they're trying to pull. Did you guys see the commercial for the fucking vets that they're? Mushroom out, vets. Uh, the mushroom one where they don't say anything about anything. They just sort of say, Hey, the vets really need this, man. You know, right. it's like, yeah. and it's like, Oh, you little fuckers. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, of course they need Next it. Next, they're going to roll out six it's kids. Like, it's like, Yeah, they need it, but they don't, they don't need it in a clinical setting and being all, you know, they needed to be able to be with their homies and up, fucking in the, mean, and up in, the, in the woods and be able to take care yeah. of themselves. I mean, it, it's clearly a strategy explaining people's real trauma, yeah. you know, and lifting it up. Like, these are the poster people of this movement, and they do need. Of help course. and they but you know when people are just excited about psychedelics mm -hmm. um and we're kind of in this window where people are now the the mainstreaming has rid a lot of the taboo but people are still super uninformed so oh. people just see this now and they think you know it's going to help veterans it's going to treat ptsd depression that's a good thing and it's it's you know it's just the way that capitalism will always capitalize on anything revolutionary and try to co-opt Well, it. speaking of capitalizing. What's next? Oh, yeah, big big news. What, uh, Biden? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, capitalizing on us stoners, trying to take, trying to, trying to fucking trick us stoners once again. Absolutely once bullshit. Again. Like, oh, hey, wow, oh, guess we should be voting for him. He's making weed, he, he says he's gonna make weed legal. You're like, oh my God, have you guys not learned your lessons? And this is the exact, sort of reasoning behind like we've been through this whole thing with cannabis mm -hmm. so now we see what's happening with psychedelics and so we're like hey guys we never should take the first deal on anything like that's yeah. the number one rule it's sort of like you don't you know it's like when you get pulled over right what do you do you mm -hmm. shut the fuck up like just certain rules you should follow you know what i mean don't you know don't think you're gonna 
you know go around and, and figure it out in some other way but yeah i feel like we're um yeah we're just we're very uh we've been through it been through the trenches and uh colorado especially because we're that initial state right so we got to see how we did uh, the way we did it and then we got other states do it better and you go oh man that was smarter we should have done that and like you know even massachusetts you can get a micro license and sell your weed to the dispensary i'm like that's Crazy. the fucking shit they should have been doing here you know yeah. create all these smaller people not sure. right to the top right you know i yeah. think you and i were talking i don't even know if it was on the air which is why i try not to talk to you when we're not on the air but it, we knew a stunt was never, coming. Never, don't ever talk to me. We we knew a stunt was coming. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's an election season. We oh, knew it. Yeah. October like, surprise. Yeah, there you go. It Fucking was like, bullshit. That was the first one, and there'll be a few more, I'm sure. I've got some concerns, honestly, with legalization of mushrooms just as a whole. And I love mushrooms, obviously, and I'm a huge advocate for the good side to it. But I, I honestly, I feel like it's not for everyone. It's mm -hmm. like... You know, I, I have this fear that you're going to be driving down the road with a whole bunch of jackasses that are tripping balls now on top of the normal shit. Oh, yeah. here, here's the thing is like, do you want people to be in jail for, for right. a, no, experiencing mushrooms? Right. Yeah. So that's that's you're right. that's a bigger so, point. But there's a there's an important distinction between decriminalization and legalization. Right, you're exactly. Right. So and People think they're going to be like mushroom dispensaries and shit and that's not happening you know what i mean not yet right no that, and that's far probably, from it far from it that's like probably it's, not so far from it's the exact opposite it's like if, yeah. they, if this goes through it's like no now you have to go to this you have to go through all this process to get just and spend an incredible amount of money we're talking like they're literally talking right. thousands yeah. of dollars it, to go and trip you're like are you fucking kidding me that's the, the opposite big, the, the whole big, point of it is it's cheap and easy and convenient the big know? commercial market is not going to be around profiting off selling mushrooms it's selling the therapy and the psychedelic yeah. experience around it and these big corporate retreat centers that are already starting to be developed in Oregon. Um, but yeah, I, should I introduce Yeah, would, who would I you mind and all that? Tell us who you are. Yeah. Tell us what, your history of helping getting the Don't uh, let us Oregon's do it we're passed. terrible at that. <laughs> That's one thing we're never I, I forget some I'd love to hear your interpretation of 122 because yeah. we've had some people call us up and say, Dude, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Legal psychedelics, woo! Yeah. And uh, when Adam read through the entire blue book, you really have to read like 95% of the words before you get to the last few pages to see why it's fucked up. Right. So the floor is yours, Duffy. Appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, Duffy, that's my last name, full name Matthew Duffy, go by my last name. Uh, Co-founder of Sports, this is the Society for Psychedelic Outreach, Reform, and Education. We came out of the campaign that decriminalized mushrooms in Denver in 2019. Clearly, I'm an advocate, uh, not a prohibitionist, as people have slandered this way recently, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. Um, we've, we've done a lot of work, as much as could be done in community uh, during COVID, you know, since the Denver campaign, which made Denver the first city to decriminalize any psychedelic substance since prohibition. Um, and it, that's not that long ago, you know, before COVID is the new BC. So it feels yeah. like centuries ago, but to, to move this quickly, I don't think that's really being recognized enough. It's a decriminalization process that happened in a city that was this huge breakthrough. And then three years later, without any real meaningful attempt at educating community or empowering community organizing to to help people be empowered to for coloradans to lead the way 
with policy because we do need to change these laws, but they need to be of, for, by the people, not driven by PACs who are representing corporate interests. And that's essentially the beef right. with Prop 122. This is not, you know, yeah, and the, people that aren't even from Colorado, like the, groups it, that are coming in from out of state, exactly out of state money. And the, and, you know, they they built relationships with largely the established cannabis corporate world in Colorado. Right. So and it's a lot of the same people who who pushed the uh, Amendment 64 in Colorado. And um, and the, a lot of the people I'm in community with, I got a lot of love for a lot of the proponents I was with last night at a Chikruna event that was a big promotion a promotional event for the NMHA but you know the the so Spore's involvement with we were involved in drafting Prop 122 um, and why we got involved was because after some polling from a pack called New Approach which is this out-of-state pack that everyone's been referring to um, they they saw a potential green light because polling for some sort of regulatory framework with psychedelics was was reading good with the first poll that they did. So they were going to go for it whether community was involved or not. Because we were aware of that and we, you know, were pretty much the only organization that could do anything to kind of kick in the door and mm -hmm. influence and get community, especially people who are always underrepresented or not included at all in these processes, more marginalized people, in to take part in the process to have their voices heard, we started a, a coalition called the My Coalition because we love our mushroom puns. You know, of we course. kind of stay yeah. that. Well, of course. <laughs> Can of puns, and now we're going into mushroom puns. Mushroom puns. I like mushroom <laughs> puns. And I actually got mushroom into use. a pun battle for 20 minutes <laughs> on the study of mycology. The sole witness got disgusted halfway through and walked away. <laughs> Big pun over here. Yeah. Dave is on mushrooms. He can't yes. You're a pun. I'm a pungent. Oh, shit. Um, uh -oh. I'll put the ginger and ginger. That's all I can uh -oh. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so, so, you know, there was, there was zero people of color in the original stakeholder group for what's now the Natural Medicine Health Act until Spore and the My Coalition got involved. And we were like, hey, this is not cool at all for so many reasons. You're skipping all of the necessary community work for, to build trust you know, all we've advocated for from Jump is let's create an ethical framework of shared values and principles to go about policymaking to make sure it's solidarity and we're mm -hmm. actually make, we're empowering communities to responsibly steward medicine, to integrate medicine so we don't create a huge fucking mess. Yeah, and how classic well is it? And how classic is it that they would just go with the, with the same framework, with the same sort of, you know, non-ethnic, group with the non-native with no you know and yeah. also we're talking about psychedelics here we're not talking and, and same with like with cannabis it was tough because you know cannabis is one of those things where you know uh, if you look at the industry it's mostly white guys growing weed and you know and, and, and that's just kind of the, the the part but when it comes to psychedelics it's like across the board just like you know there's no real distinct type you know and that's that's what sucks that if they're not representing that right and you know uh people who shouldn't ha have every reason to not trust the the regulators you know and the statesmen and the the people who continue to just kind of perpetuate a pattern of like of domination mm -hmm. um they're not gonna hop into a room to start talking policy in a three-month window when there's no conversation around 
whether we're going to do it or not. And that, that's been decided. We're definitely going to do it. You can be included in, in providing input on what the policy looks like, but whether you like it or not, we're going to push it through. So the entire time, our involvement with the My Coalition was like, we're going to do our best to, to make sure that if this is going to be a thing, because we know if they're just pushing for a regulatory framework and they're, they're just going off the mainstream buzz, they're going to get regulation without decriminalizing first. And to go back to that point I wanted to make, because this is, uh, many, many people don't understand the difference between decriminalization and legalization. Mm -hmm. Decriminalization is our personal and communal rights that, that the act of being in relationship with a substance is no longer criminalized. And it's not really the medicines or psychedelics that are criminalized as people. And you know, it more largely affects people of color, more marginalized people, poor people. So, um, those are the people who are more intensely policed, right? So legalization is permission to commodify. That's the difference. So legalization covers everything commercial, the sale. So there, there are ways we can go about creating a, a strong community foundation just through decrim because people can gift medicine, right? Mm -hmm. You can gift the mushrooms. And then what people can, you know, we can create community economics around is supporting facilitation, supporting the nonprofits who are creating infrastructure and education, supporting, supporting the whole support system like that. That, that can hold people through their, through their healing or their transformation or what, their spiritual journey with, with psychedelics. Or just, you know, give people, you know, safe recourse to, to, do, to have their own relationship. Recreational to me, it's all... It's all healing, it's all spiritual, it's all tr transformative. If you set, it's po positively transformative if you have the, the conditions that support people. That's why set and setting really matters. And, and that's, that's coming. And that's from, why it's great to have all these groups that are out there that are willing, yeah. to, and then to not marginalize them and make them have to go to the to the man now. <laughs> if you right. want to, like, it, it makes no sense. So, yeah, of course. And that's and that's what it's also interesting with with um, you know like with mushrooms. The microdosing changed everything when it came to like people's perception of it because now they it's not just therapy or 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 hero dosing and and or like classic what people pictured uh, now all of a sudden it's like can help everybody really and depending on you know your situation but of course you know silicon valley first people to kind of figure it out like oh wow microdosing right. acid and all of a sudden you're really really productive you know what i mean and then when it comes to um for now the problem is that people are looking at it from like oh because it only takes uh, an ounce of mushrooms to create x amount of product right so all of a yeah. sudden people start looking at widgets now they're like oh my god it's going to be you know gangbusters but the difference is like cannabis is something that you do every day all right. you know every day consistent so you can get into a rhythm where you're like okay we know what we're doing right whereas with so with psychedelics it's sort of like especially if you're growing your own yeah <laughs> like you could have enough for a year and three months you know what i mean and then right. you're good so so it is it is i think gonna fuck with them in the long run because they're thinking is way they're thinking way too quickly as a money thing you know and they really need to get away from the money side because that right. that's where it always that's like with cannabis with me i'm just happy as long as i have wheat 
I'm not looking at it like, oh, that's worth X, you know, because somebody walks into my room, they're like, how much is this worth? And how much is that? I was like, dude, don't even start thinking like that. That's like, it's not worth anything. It's worth whatever you think it is worth. It's a, yeah. worth everything. It's worth nothing. It's, it's worth, worth my <laughs> mental state of being to but, have it on hand. To but know just that I knowing have I have it is a good part. Yeah, exactly. It's that being it, able to crack open the bucket. Okay, it's there. Okay. It's kind of binary, right? And you have it, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then the less you have, the more important it is. And then all of a sudden, you're like, whoa! It's you get into this, you know, whoa. sliding scale. But with with, I think with psychedelics, the good part is that we can grow enough to supply all our friends. <laughs> Easily, if somebody really needs it, they don't need to pay. For it. There's no reason people need to even ever pull money out of their pocket because right. And you're and you're saying like with it, with decriminalization, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and so um, oh, definitely not with legalization because that changes. Well, everything. and you know it's so I think there's a big um, there's an unnecessary fight uh, between between kind of a binary that, 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 that there's valid truths to the need for regulation, right? And the need to decriminalize, but to place regulation versus decriminalization is, 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 is prob problematic because it assumes that people can't regulate. It assumes communities can't regulate. And if we empower people to at least not be, you know, be arrested for their rights for 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 us to be in communion with medicine with nature um and we support people in uh getting informed and and resourcing the the necessary coalition building work so that people can create community-led ballot initiatives then we can start to figure out how to kind of marry what's bound to come because the commercialization is going to happen the therapeutic the medical use of psychedelics it's all going to happen what we need to make sure is that all of that is held in community trust that you know we're not going to be able to stop we don't need want to stop profit from happening we want to be able to build community wealth with this but we want to prevent profiteering and exploitation and the problem with prop 122 is it gives so much power to those already in power and does not set up any sort of mechanisms to empower the community to empower the little person oh yeah no it's actually blocking it yeah it is it, it, it is setting up a, a, a scenario where decriminalization which in the law in prop 122 because of the language necessary amount that they included if you if you look at the personal use section of the law it says that in what is included in this provision is the necessary amount to cultivate to grow to have as you know personal use who determines what necessary is yeah yeah that's a, a cop Get right. The first Get dude who the first cop who busts in, <laughs> thank you, a cop busts in says that seems unnecessary. Right, and that's what this law has set up. It's set up Coloradans to think that th that it's decriminalized and they're all good and they can do their thing. They can grow mushrooms and no limits. But what's go what's gonna happen is that the 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 legal sacrifices of people having to go through the court system because of the vague way that the law was written. <laughs> will determine what that actual limit becomes. The necessary amount will be determined probably through courts. So while you're talking about that is I get super pissed because I consume at least half a pound to a pound of weed a month. And like sometimes if I'm not flowering or whatever's going on. Wait, 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 wait. How much? 
definitely, definitely <laughs> at least a half How a pound. Do you follow her Instagram feed? Because I buy much an ounce like Argentina? every other day. And I feel, yeah. You're my new custy. You're my new custy. The blunts make you cruise through it. But so like, that's the thing though, is if I buy two, I get just so frustrated because I have to go to a dispensary. I'll get an ounce of weed. I really want to buy at least two ounces. Now there's no fucking medical dispensary. So even though I have my card, you can't just like stroll in. Just relax, and, bro. <laughs> and I think that they've come up with like the most ridiculous. The point is, is like with the hash, with flour, you used to be able to get an extended plant count and buy a pound and a quarter at a time. Now. A pound a month? <laughs> she said half to yeah. a pound. I so said I, a half to yeah, a pound. Yeah, the pound part might be a little bit. A pound a month? I guarantee it's close. She sounds like Snoop. Snoop was talking some bullshit too. Did you know, I Snoop smoked blunts too. He started talking oh, some Snoop's. stupid numbers and I was like, he ain't Snoop smoking that. He might go blunt. through that weed because he's giving it all to his homies, Do you think but. I'm a sharer? No. How many times <laughs> do I bring weed? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, but I feel like these these people, like you're saying, with these limits... I want to know how they well, test the, it. Well, the crazy part is, is, I mean, with shrooms, it's totally ambiguous because you've got different strains. You've got different... Wet tones, or dry. Wet, dry, freeze-dried. You know, there's just like, like, imagine when somebody grows really beautiful... Wave the substrate. ...huge mushrooms and then freeze-dries them and they look... The cop's gonna find and drop it. He's gonna be like, "Oh my god, that's enough mushrooms the for pants a year." The pants are gonna come down. And like, no, actually, this is not. This, this, you know. So there's so much to be. Yeah, you can't even go there. It's like, and that's and that's literally. Yeah, it's you never know what you need until you're there. You know what I mean? Right. Because well, the, like, isn't, you, isn't you, the raw problem is hard the way our laws are written? We have this initiative process and. It, we you make them as ambiguous as like possible weed, to get people thing. to 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 vote for it, and then you hope, if you're you know pro that bill, that they when they implement it, they write rules yeah. in the spirit of the law because that's all we're doing. We're giving them the spirit of what we want, and they have to put it into legal language. Yeah, but look at what happens with cannabis. We're talking nanograms, exactly. like nanograms. Like get the fuck out of here with your nanograms. Like that is not. That is not a way to figure out if somebody's impaired because, yeah. as we know, you could you could not smoke all night, go there in the morning, and you will fail. Yeah. Doesn't I mean got, you can't drive I got, like no. you're a brilliant. I just woke up. I had a well, cup Jay of coffee. Even, even more um, funny, even more funny because I got a DUI for weed. And um, oh my god, how many times <laughs> have we heard these stories? Well, so <laughs> which DUI this is my was first this? DUI, and uh, I was a young lassie. I was leaving the grow. I was a head grower, and I like reeked like weed. Anyways, we didn't smoke a blunt because it was like a blizzard. My headlight was oh, out. Classic. I remember. This is a the headlight was so, out. This so, is the headlight story. I remember this. See, thank Snow, you. headlight, cop didn't give you a break. And I was like, how could you not get out of a ticket yeah, in the snow? You're fucking telling me. Come on. Doing the Girl, roadside. You, I mean, so, okay. So I came in, though. I got an attorney. Feel. And the attorney, this was before they passed the law. The law was happening in 2013. And it was July 1st that they were passing that. And I got tested in March. June 30th. <laughs> and so I was all excited because my attorney was like, well, that law doesn't even go into effect. And he's like, you have your medical card. He's like, but you're definitely going to come way above it. Like we were talking about how much I smoked and all these things. So I got my test results back. And this is hilarious. I came in at four nanograms before before the law, below the legal limit. And they still gave me a DUI because they said they had to set an example out of me. 
and four, four nanograms. nanograms four and nanograms. And I, wow. and I smoked, though, probably comparable to what I smoke now. So Because they didn't know how to test back then. I think that it's all dumb. Yeah. yeah. They still got your picture up on the wall there, or what? <laughs> Don't Google my name. Post run. <laughs> the poster child. God, yeah. this one little blonde girl. She thought she was going to get away with it. That's, that's the exact reason. Well, I, mean, I mean, you think you, it's too easy for you to get out of it that they were like, we're not going to let My it. dispensary pay, that I worked Maybe. for paid for it, and they were even more pissed because they were paying for it. They were writing all my checks. Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 the drug war has been so normalized now, we, we laugh about it. Like, you know, it, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. You had to go through that at all. You know, and yeah, like, you know, we should, we should be responsible, not smoke, drive, mm. whatever. But <clears throat> people shouldn't be punished for, I mean, I, I am an abolitionist. I, I think we need to work to end the drug war and we need to start transferring how we over-resource and militarize police mm. and empower communities to actually heal because oh. policing is just, policing is a symptom of a society that doesn't actually take care of its people. So instead of investing in people actually you know, healing and being resourced to be well, we punish them for a society that makes them sick and then they you know they're overly medicated and mm -hmm. th that actually you know terrorizes and, and destroys a lot of people just through pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. and then then when people actually you know have a a beacon of hope when they start <coughs> to learn about plants and mushrooms and, and all the psychedelics or whatever that can actually help them heal but you know even even not those other drugs mm -hmm. people People, people are using substances to cope, to get through, uh, to, to bear with a society that doesn't actually, you know, lend itself to health and people's well-being. So, you know, if we, if we, if we can, if we can kind of start the conversation there, you know, then, then it really matters. What matters most is that we make sure that protections are in place for the people before we start talking about an industry, oh. right? So like, it's not about, you know, this, we're gonna create a psychedelic complete anarchy where there's, of course, rules are gonna form. There's always like com communities, whatever we create, whatever kind of, the, the way that we regulate medicine in our own communities, that will inspire what happens at state and federal levels. So if we want this to not be a top-down dictation of how all this looks like, which is Terrence McKenna warned us about this day over and over again. He, he said, there's going to be a day when this starts to go mainstream and people please make sure that this isn't controlled by the states and, and the marriage between state and corporations because this has always been people's medicine. Mm -hmm. the, the, these, are our, these are our family. We all come from relationships with you know, indigenous medicine. And who doesn't have a bigger vision than Terrence McKenna, right? So it's like, Straight up. <laughs> you know, as far as you know, I know this, this, this medicine. It's, it is really complex because decriminalization isn't enough to ensure the protections that we need for ecosystems, for indigenous cultures and people that are already endangered. Um, what's more important than the policy, because where we actually fuck up is the process. It's not in the, it's not, the laws are just, a manifestation of the culture you know you can't you can't 
you can't make racism illegal, but you can end segregation, Ooh, right? Like so like you, we have to actually do the cultural work and the community work. That's primary. The right laws will come from that and will actually move a lot faster if we slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. We call it moving at the speed of trust. And that's yeah. a really hard to translate to the profiteers who know that they can just get what they want through political politics as usual you know it's like they got the power well, yeah, they're, to, and they're also not looking at it from a healing point of view or anything they're just no. like, they're literally looking it's at an it from opportunity. money and they're yeah. like oh we have to be first and we have to get in the you know and that's that's again like, I'll, I'll say i need to work. say that, that too because you know i that that's a big pulse of what's going on there. there there are ulterior motives and those people have good intentions a lot of them do. They think they're doing the right thing, but good intentions pave the way to hell. We know this, right? Like people who really think that they're saving the world, it's the same savior complex played out over and over again. You're not saving anybody. You're, people aren't suffering out here because of a lack of access to mushrooms. People are suffering because of generations of colonization, man. Like we- well, That's exactly, that's the word I was gonna, just gonna bring I mean, up earlier. I was gonna say, it's just colonization over and over we're and, like, and if we're if we're coming at psychedelics with this colonial paradigm that's driving it we're just reinforcing the causes of the illness and that that we're that we're trying to work together to heal but for people to start actually you know looking at that it it it's controversial for for us to be taking the stand that we're doing you know we we are pointing to the problems that we have with the policy but also the process and the power dynamics that are that are really fucked up that are because you can't even understand prop 122 if you don't understand the power dynamics behind it and all these agendas that are working to to really to set up shop and dictate what rulemaking looks like we have a question from the chat here oh we're and uh, mike denver is asking matt why spore came out against initiative 61. what say it again why did Spore come out against Initiative 61, and let me go ahead. And I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure that's what he's just been saying. No, for no, the past no, 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 no. If you're talking about Initiative 61, that was the oh, decrim- right, right, right. Yeah, Sorry. that was the decriminalization initiative. This right. is who, okay. Ma- Mike, Mike Denver, Mike Denver, my friend. Uh, I love you, and I, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, you're, you're misinformed on that one. Um, I actually came up with the idea, you know humble all, all humility but the idea for prop 61 i actually proposed first oh okay because so yeah, we, I, I we, heard that we somewhere ha- along the way too we though. helped write it yeah. we helped make it happen oh, okay but because why wouldn't you want to slander and and darken you know the views of the guy who was running he, it's amendment 58 propaganda so 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 uh. to, just so people just so viewers are not confused at one point, there were two initiatives. There were two initiatives. There was Prop 61 that was just decriminalization, right. and there was and Prop 122. So actually, there, it was I 61 and I 58. I 58 has become Prop 122. I'm sorry, this is so fucking confusing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but so so the Natural Medicine Health Act, which is Prop 122, was 58. 61 came through our response to what was happening with the Natural Medicine Health Act, because one of the biggest pieces we were fighting for was 
the, okay, if there's gonna be a regulatory market and we might not be able to stop that, we, meet, we need to make sure decriminalization happens first. Full decriminalization, no limits. What they were saying, what they, what they wrote first in their first draft of Prop 120, what's now Prop 122, was four gram limits to every to all the psychedelics that were included but it was four grams of the psychedelic substance where they're like well that's a, it's a lot of that's like 200 pounds of mushrooms or something like that and we're like i'll save that so check this out any cop can look at mushrooms and be like i need to weigh that i need to see if there's four grams of psilocybin in it. are you thinking about the relationship between police and the people in these interactions because you're setting people up to, to yeah. at the very best have their medicine seized and then everything is is still you know restrict is is gate kept by the the corporate the industry and so yeah, and after they pay tons of money to their lawyer they might get their things dropped because of the reality of the foreign grams so, so this is important this question is important yeah. because people need to know this history in res because they were not actually including our input the 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 primary power behind Prop 122, they were placating and appeasing us over and over. They're like, yeah, sure, you know, we'll come listen to you, but we're not actually going to meaningfully include your input. At very best, we'll kind of like co-opt it and put little like piecemeal equity provisions. But, you know, what you're asking for is not politically viable, so, so we can't do that. So we were like, well, fuck this. Why are we, we, we going to petition these people who aren't listening to us to include our input in their initiative? Let's create our own and see what they do. So we helped start Prop 61. Spore as a nonprofit, we can't lead policy campaigns. So we, we never came out against Prop 61 at all. We supported the process ha happening entirely, but it was led by uh, Decriminalized Nature Colorado. They didn't gather enough signatures. That's right. why it's on the ballot. And we knew that they wouldn't gather enough signatures. Oh. Prop 61 was actually a, a means to leverage power in a situation where we didn't have much we were getting thrown around you know but after that happened the game changed well that's good education yeah because i think i maybe heard it from him but we love you mike he heard <laughs> set the record straight to all your homies i don't know what you guys saying out there. yeah for sure damn <laughs> you know it's because it well it, it's it's like that whenever there's those two I mean, it was confusing for everybody. Yeah, that was why we were like really pushing it weekly. Like, oh, we have to kind of stay on top of this because mm -hmm. don't tell somebody for a week they're gonna get they're gonna get fooled. You know what I mean? Because right. also the people that were out there, um, you know, getting the signatures, they were just saying whatever the fuck they wanted to say to get that money. So they were like, well, oh, what? Man, <laughs> they were that just, was you know, such a joke. It was it was really yeah. actually infuriating. Right. So you knew you knew that <laughs> they was. were just feeding everybody bullshit and they were telling everybody the oh, yeah, yeah i mean the, oh, the whole it's gonna the be whole covered by insurance campaign, you know, you're like no just <laughs> miseducated not. colorado to the uh, to a whole new level it's just yeah. they they got a bunch of inexperienced people i mean i talked to many of them and i got a few of them to convert you know live on the streets they're like i'm done with this this is terrible um <laughs> yeah anyone didn't know what they're because involved. they're getting you know they're getting paid 20 bucks an hour out there they, uh. they have no idea mo, mo, i met a couple who did know what's up and they really believed in it but they were First of all, they gave them a script that was that was all that was really reflective of these ads that they're getting now. Like, did you know that there's something out there to help veterans and victims of sexual assault to, to work through their PTSD? I mean, just, you know, for lack of a better word, like pimping out that trauma, you know, that's very real. 
That is so incredible that you see all these perspectives of all these different angles. It's really refreshing and I think very educational. Oh, nice. I'm sure <laughs> your voice is hella approved. bored. Uh, can, I, can I ask nice. you a question? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So during this, I've been thinking about, uh, you know, like the consequences of a regulated environment. So reactive, always kind of at the beginning because regulators are in the position of making rules for something they don't fully grasp yet. And the operators are in the position of really not wanting to talk to the regulators for any reason. Right. Right? Yeah. Because the, at the beginning, the, the, uh, you know, the regulations are just kind of adapted, thrown at it, and then they kind of see what sticks, and they're not really targeted, and it's left to the operator to bear that cost. So what do you think of in this uh, kind of decriminalized... Uh, climate like you know sharing information on production efficiency and like you know research uh yeah. you know pr just basic product safety how do you produce the product safely you yeah know, you know market? we we honestly feel like a, a lot of that would actually be really beneficial to to work out before you know these big sweeping laws were 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 passed but you know i i, I want to say this too we're not a we're not apocalyptic about a pass scenario for Prop 122. And I wanna say that because it's important for us to be empowered and you know not fall victim to, to anything. We, the, the people here in Colorado, there is a really strong psychedelic community here and it's getting more diverse, more solid as we go. There's been a lot of fracturing through this process, but at, th at this point there's like a real people's movement that's honestly kind of been catalyzed by all this bullshit because we came together. Well, if somebody is uh, who worked so hard for Amendment 61, like Mike Denver, actually thought that you know you were against exactly. it, you can see how deep their misinformation right. went. Yeah. So there was a lot. There was a lot of there was a lot of uh, of confusion around our role. I mean, some people thought that we were like in bed with this pack because we were trying to bridge, we were trying to get people to come to it so we could actually, you know, kind of infiltrate the situation and make an impact. And, and there, it's also, there's an entanglement because um, our biggest well, You have funder, to engage with them if you want to make anything changes, right? You can't like- Yeah, I mean, you can't just ignore it. And it, 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 if anybody's, you know, if it's anybody's responsibility, if it feels like it's ours, we really, we came out of the campaign that decriminalized Denver. We kind of, we opened up a portal and angels and demons come through portals, you know? Yeah. So, so, but to, to come back to your, to your question, my man, Andrew, um, right, Andrew? Yeah. Um, I've been called worse. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you know, so the, my coalition is back in action and what we're focused on is creating a people's medicine pact that is that that is the ethical framework that's created in community for policy that we should have had first before any of these conversations were happening and in that you can part of what we want to create in the my coalition we want to really create focused support for cultivators to basically create like a growers union because if we can unionize the growers and through yes. kind of cooperative models we can produce enough medicine easily and, and, and just imagine this with mushrooms in a decrim scenario. You, you grow reishi, lion's mane, uh, chaga, cordyceps, whatever. You can Chunky sell all of that, right? And then you have magic mushrooms that, that you give away. 
mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. if people are members to that co-op and they pay for membership and they can and they can buy the other medicinal mushrooms, they're guaranteed their psilocybin mushrooms, and you're creating like a really powerful regenerative economic system, right? These are all the things that community is working on here, and that, and that's just for the, on the cultivation side. Like there is really robust, brilliant thinking happening, and. If we had the time, and I honestly feel like part of the reason why they're coming to Colorado so soon is because the community here is so strong. And we could create, we could create economic models that make the profit-driven models obsolete, right? I think you're going to get sick of talking to me in the near future. <laughs> Why? We're going to be friends? <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah. We should probably spend some rhymes at some point. I'm oh, that's going to go down. Don't relax, guys. That's We're going to save that from Patreon. <laughs> but, no, you know, um, but, in, but it's the same as with, with uh, medical and uh, recreational. Like that, that model, to me, is, is, doesn't make sense because it should be... Medical should never have to pay for, for their... If you're truly medical. And the, and the thing is the medical got, you know, it got exploited because of taxes so everybody looked at it from a tax point of view and from quality and also like in Colorado was like oh well look you could have up to thousand milligrams in this one can in this one bar or you can go on the rec side and get 10 milligrams you're like but that's to me I have to eat a hundred of these bars so so like from a if you liked if you needed medicine then you had to go medical right right but and I think it's the same with with people who have PTSD or people who have migraine people have like severe cluster migraines and they I watch them consume massive amounts of mushrooms and like they ain't doing it for fun at all and they go in their room and then they come back out and they're a fucking different person you know yeah. what i mean and so those kind of situations absolutely should not have to pay for it because a it would be just extra stress on their life because yeah. they're getting these cluster headaches and now they got to work twice as hard to pay for them you know what i mean it's like a diabetic having like, to pay for insulin to yeah, live yeah so there's certain yeah. things like like that exactly. where i feel like if you're really using it medically uh, then you shouldn't have to pay because the numbers would become realistic too. It wouldn't be like we have a million patients. It's like no, and that's what's funny about Colorado is it became from the healthiest state to the most like unhealthy state because of all the people needing cannabis, which they didn't need. You know what I mean? So it was like just bullshit. So the numbers got skewed where it went from like this you know yoga-driven sort of athletic out out you know people out hiking and everything. But just because there are all these people now signing up for their medical card and having to lie to say, that, oh, I've got, oh, let me think what I got now, you know, making up so much of bullshit. So that kind of stuff. So that, that won't, that, so people won't need any medical uh, no. purpose for it with Prop 122. And I'm not saying oh. that to like, to hype it up. I'm saying that, um, you know, this is not, uh, this, they're, they're making it about use, healing, right? Yeah. And, but it's really being geared for like, a, a corporate <laughs> retreat centers, not just that, but largely for real. That's that's going to be a big part of what you'll see in Colorado, is these very unaffordable and accessible retreat experiences right. for people from all over the world. It's not for Coloradans, <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's for it's people from everywhere <coughs> well, who want to have a legal day. psychedelic experience, and they get to come to Colorado in the and, beautiful mountains. And go to Aspen, exactly, and then, exactly. Yeah. Just play it Let's out. Go by Just play it out. Aspen. So it's also you know it's also going to set up a regulatory framework for these healing centers, so-called healing centers, right? And we really, another thing we really fought hard for was meaningful equity, where there would be a reciprocity fund, for, like with startup fees. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't necessarily be a tax, but it'd be like a mandate in the law, where these bigger, these bigger corporate institutions who are gonna create the retreat centers and these big you know, the, the businesses that will make a lot of money 
that a percentage of their profit, if they have a certain revenue level, will have to go into this fund to fund the community healing models, right? That can only be led by the community. Only people and the communities know what they need to heal. So, so we fought hard for that, right? And, and they said that they included that. They didn't, that was not included. What was included was reduced uh, provisions for uh, subsidized cost to pe for people to access the, the, the psychedelic assisted services, for people to access the, 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 the healing centers costs, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not equity. Ec access and equity are not the same. Like if we're not actually resourcing communities to heal themselves, we're, we, don't know, we don't even understand what healing is and what's required because healing and sovereignty are inextricably linked. Mm -hmm. If people aren't being empowered to, to be sovereign, to choose their healing, to choose what healing even means for them, it's not healing, it's authoritative. You're mm -hmm. still in a, in a paradigm that is paternal, that's not letting people actually evolve because the state supposedly knows what's best for us. The corporation supposedly knows what's best for No, we know. That's and we have to restore I, that trust and power to us. I know why they left that provision out of the, the Tell me language. Why. Because then they would have to implement it. I think of course. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> terrifying though to think about like <coughs> trusting somebody in I guess a setting like that though is like being in a vulnerable place potentially in your life and like trusting I don't know, those are the things that I just wonder I just wonder. So so wait and say um to to say like, it again? Like if you were going to one of these retreats and you had Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, maybe it'd be similar to now, but say you had like some shaman or some guidance yeah. person is I feel like you could potentially be in a really vulnerable place and like depending on how that person would get certified to be in that role right. or What's yeah. 120 hours now? Was it? Was it? Uh, they'll, I, they'll have <laughs> yeah. to determine that. I think that's that's like what it's, is around Oregon, or right? So, so that's, that, like that, that's important to to name because you know there there is going to be uh, licensure for for facilitators, right? And and the facilitators don't necessarily have Facilitate. to. Yeah, sounds no. Right. They don't. They don't have to. They don't have to work for one of these healing centers. Oh, I they don't. See. They don't have to, but but because the because how the game's being rigged all the rulemaking is is gonna underfunded nonprofits and the people of colorado who 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 barely even understand what's happening right now mm -hmm. are supposed to are supposed to try to be involved right and have their voices heard with with in in a political system where these folks who are you know with this pack they already have deep relationships to the governor to to all of the the policymakers who who they're going to be able to to really determine you know what all this actually looks like with implementation the, the with odds the are just really stacked Yay. the odds are just really stacked against the the people because it's being pushed so fast mm -hmm. and so while yes facilitators will be able to to get licensed if they want they'll still have to abide by the oversight of the state in this regulatory framework that's largely not uh. going to be determined by them. You know, it's going to be it's going to be created by the people who have the most power in the situation, and the mm -hmm. healing centers and these bigger profitable profit models are going to really have such an advantage 
over grassroots community-based mm. medicine stewardship period right and it's just how the game set up and 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 that's why you know people are like why are you coming out against this your spore you're this big psychedelic organization also a lot of people have our back the groundswell of the people here who are who grassroots and who are, took part in this and who actually you know see what's going on and are willing to be honest about it don't want it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah. and, but but you for the, register for, to vote people, if you don't want it. That's true. But for the people who, but then, but who then just it, see this as, as progress, like at problem. least it's a good step. It's a, <laughs> it's a step, right? It's really not because we're talking about a foundation. And foundations fucking matter. It sets the course for generations of how this is all going to look like. If there's any time to take your... If there's any point where you really want to take your time when you're designing and building, it's the foundation, right? right? They're, they're starting with the yeah. scaffolding. Like they're starting with the roof. As so, they do, as they always yeah. do on these situations, because yeah. they, again, because they're looking at the shiny, they're looking at the shiny shit. They're going yeah. for the the money. They're going for the oh my god, we're going to be able to be so far. I can shroom at Red ask, Rocks, really? Can I ask a question regarding this uh, cultivation of mushrooms? Is is there risk like pesticides or pests and disease issues with propagating shrooms? Uh, you know, I don't know if anyone really using any sort of substance like that to grow but but here's the thing when growing um, now part of the part of what is uh in the definition of healing centers and the and and what dora is going to have authority over is like what where mushrooms come from right nice. so like the the cultivation of mushrooms poop. will <laughs> nice poop it's gonna be a nice poop the cultivation of <laughs> mushrooms if people want to be, you know, growers mm-hmm. and 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 have, you know, be legally protected, they're going to have to actually go into into this model because of how the regulatory framework is now is now at odds with decriminalization instead of them working together, which is what we, we were like, maybe this could be harmonious let, in let the me, beginning. Let me translate maybe. into cannabis for a second. Yeah, go ahead. That provision is the fucking bullshit caregiver provision way back in 2012, which got everybody to step out of the shadows and announce who they were mm-hmm. and then give Favorite up your year. fucking patients' names to the state, you know, to justify why you needed to grow that shit. So, bad, yeah. bad, 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 and that, bad, bad. That is definitely not bad, one bad, of bad. our favorite things. Right. Well, the reason bad, I asked this is because one time I had a client in Michigan. This was probably like seven years ago, and she was like really confident in telling me how she was cultivating her stuff, like really organic, and she's giving all these patients all this. Anyways, so um, <laughs> she tells me that she's using the RO water, and I'm like, oh, that's so awesome that you have reverse osmosis, right? Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> no, it's like her dehumidifiers were like all molded and like Ooh. fucked, and like <clears throat> all of it was, <laughs> so she was using the runoff to water her organic plants because she thought that the bacteria and... And not not for yak. I just like have seen I some like things that like people with good intentions will be oh. like, oh, I don't know. Well, how many grow rooms have you there guys you walked through where people didn't realize it was powdery mildew back in two thousand? Exactly, and that, that was gonna that was gonna be my point. You know, it's like the only reason where the only way we're ever gonna I'm testing for microbials on microbial on microbial. Well, that's yeah. what I was wondering. <laughs> it's, 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 I know mold on fungus. I know trichoderma yeah. is like a, a pretty 
common just air mold that's a yeah. contaminant. Of and there's other Aspergillus? Like bacteria. Well, yeah. no, not necessarily. I'm you don't think? Th- I'm not going there. <laughs> okay, I just. That was kind of whoa. But that was you know. He was about to rap battle you, I think, right there. I'm sorry. No, um, no, I just like trichoderma. It's like can super rarely be implicated in like human health concerns and stuff. But like that's off off cuff all i really know about what you know if we if we just if we if we think about uh you know the you other mean? big state yeah. corporate regulated economies like say big agriculture um or big pharma uh, i don't think state oversight guarantees quality are you <laughs> sure oh. yeah what? that's just i'd like to see that's just per, that's just personally how have data on that and that's hilarious and, and what I know is that, you know, we all have to do better to, to take responsibility and, and make sure that, you know, our, our economics and, you know, and policies and all the parts of our society are held accountable by the people. Like, no one's going to do that for us. No piece of policy is going to do that. We have to do that. And, and we can, actually. We can create more transparent, uh, equitable quality holistic models that really support all the, all different people's needs because we're including people and in co-creating those models um, and they're ecosystems it's there's not going to be a one-size-fits-all what we can do is just kind of build in community to understand you know the this the kind of genius that's coming from all these different parts and these in di- different communities that have different modalities different cultural lineages just different just different needs when it comes to psychedelics where you know if 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 the status quo is gonna drive what creating healing models look like <laughs> right think about the people who are most marginalized only being able to access medicine legally from the institutions that have been primarily traumatizing them the most mm. right it's just it's it really is the same old same old in that way so if we do need a new paradigm to actually create something that's going to work and i don't honestly i'm not someone who believes that getting the medicine out to everybody is necessarily a good thing as is that like if we just decriminalize and you know and and create you know created the legal framework for people to feel safe for for medical therapeutic i don't i don't think mainstreaming psychedelics is necessarily going to be positive i think it totally could and should be but it's really up to us mushrooms are not our new savior we got to do it i love that we have to do it and it and 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 healing you know literally it means becoming whole right so like if if we're gonna if we're gonna actually have real conversations around healing, we got to move away from the whole medical idea that this is a mental health crisis that we're in, and that's why we need psychedelics. Mm-hmm. We're still addressing symptoms and not talking about systems, right? Because yeah. we're we're it, it, we're like 
we're trying to diagnose a fish over and over again that's swimming in dirty water. Mm. We're like, what's wrong with the people? Like, we got to treat the people. No, we don't. We got to treat the culture. We got the water is fucked up. You're, you're, there's something you're in the water. You're saying we need our tank cleaned. Oh, so yes. So, so, but, yes. but when you start having that conversation, you really start tickling the dragons, you know? Like, so, well, but we're like, here it's for like, fire. It's like, yeah, and it's like a lot of, I mean, like food deserts and fucking yeah. places like that where people have no access to good quality food and then they're wondering why that you know geez why these people always got like more more mm -hmm. issues it's like well maybe because of the food that they're consuming it starts there you know what i mean Absolutely. and it's like yeah. so food and like it's like access to good food organic food huge you know and i think also that's the good thing about and that's the other problem with psychedelics is that people are going to go quickly too far too fast where they need to also like we're saying pump the brakes because you know mushrooms is you can really see the the healing with within people quickly whereas once you start talking about i mean with ketamine too of course there's 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 synthetic things out there that do have their their place yeah totally and and but but when uh you know what i see is like just like it was i mean you saw the i think the whole reason why acid got a bad rap is because this same situation we're in this like Oh well, everybody needs it to happen. Well, that's not true. <laughs> it's not and exactly true. Doctors and, and were the fucking dolphins. And the minute you got it to oh all the, God, that, and the minute you got it into all the wrong that people's drunk hands, history is my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> the best but, ever. But the minute you know you put it like out there too quick, it's what fucked it up. Like it, it could have eased in a little bit better, and it would have probably. Yeah, and again, you know, I, I'm a big. Terrence is an elder of mine, you know, he's not my only, but I really have looked to him for a lot of guidance mm -hmm. and I consult with mushrooms often. Like we, we well, said, like, Timothy we, Leary is like who fucked it up because he got too excited. And, you know, <laughs> you know, Tim, Tim, and, he was, and he was a straight that got excited that kind of went. Yeah. Oh. And he, he, all, you know, I, I always, I, cause you're right. He did fuck a lot of shit up. <laughs> and and I think we do gotta give homage to Tim for, for what he also did, which was open up a lot of space. Um, you know, and he, he was part of what inspired a revolution and then he was part of what kind of like was the downfall of of what was the the revolution of the of the psychedelic movement was was in how it was really bound up in sort of like rainbow coalition. Like the hippies and the civil rights movement were working together mm. and and the Controlled Substances Act, we know now because this dude John Elrickman, who was Nixon's one of Nixon's top aides, said, and I think it was like 2010, it wasn't that long ago, uh, in a CNN interview, he was just like, no qualms about it, just 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 straight talk, said, we knew exactly what we were doing. We knew our problem was never with drugs our two biggest enemies were black people yeah. and the anti-war left he called them which was the hippie movement right um and so what we did was we targeted these drugs because then that gave us a reason to be able to break up their meetings raid their homes destroy them and their communities can only break one law at a time right so 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 that's that's what the that's what the drug war has always been about it's not a war on drugs yeah. it's a war on people it's a war on black and brown bodies poor people primarily and sure. a war on consciousness so if we're not addressing the symptoms, yeah, the, the, they if knew, we're not addressing they knew which the real causes, they were on because they were supplying them the drugs <laughs> the long right. run, you know? so I was like oh well, i mean and we've seen you know cannabis a lot of the cannabis reform has not been 
I think a means to like ending the drug war. It's been drug war 2.0. Oh, and that's where like neoliberalism is so good at making oppression more tolerable. That's basically what like the neoliberal sort of agenda always is with, with capitalism. It's like, yeah, we're going to give you more privileges so you can, in, you know, and, and, and in the corporate world, I think a good metaphor I always use is like the corporate world's uh, introduction of meditation into the workday. You know, we're, we're going to give you now 10 to 15 minutes of meditation so you'll be a more productive, you'll, you'll be a more happy with your misery. Of right? Karen and Chad's. And, and psychedelics can totally be used to do the same exact thing as coping mechanisms, as, as making people more well-adjusted. That's not healing. That's like that's a person not, who thinks they're going to get smart by that, drinking smart water. Psychedelics can absolutely be used to build the matrix at a whole Red new level. And so this is why we need to slow down. Because if we actually are talking about healing, we need, we need cultural social regeneration it's it's not just about a new health and wellness boon with with psychedelic mushroom yeah. therapy you know it's just not i mean i've i've experienced personally with both i have a ptsd that just nothing would treat i had been on things for years like all sorts of medications with horrible side effects right right and uh, my brother was a casualty kind of of the drug war he um he got caught with mdma <laughs> mm. you know which is now finding therapeutic use and acceptance uh but he got caught with i think it was like four pills or two pills something you know recreational oh, yeah, obviously for himself yeah. yeah when he was 18 and it you know he was never able to get a job after that he killed himself about a year and a half ago I'm because sorry, he was never able to integrate That's right crazy. yeah and around the same time i was struggling very hard with my own ptsd i was basically in a garage where i built a rainforest and a tissue culture lab Absolutely and was hiding from stunning. the world, <laughs> you know, during COVID, watching everything kind of burn. That's a good strategy. And um, my brother dying and uh, taking mushrooms for the first time in 20 years yeah. uh, snapped me out of it and brought me to a quality of life I've never had before. Mm -hmm. Like, just, I found it empirically because, like, I was not, you know, I started very, like, low dosage to try to find it and then I found my effective dose and then later on when I kind of had uh, regained the ability to think linearly <laughs> to some degree you know um, <clears throat> I found that I was able to look at the research and calculate it because when I was all dysregulated before I tried the mushrooms I couldn't actually I read the research but I couldn't make sense of it because I was just all it's over like the, the opposite place. for me. I would take the mushrooms and it would make <coughs> sense to me. I'd be like, oh my, it made so much more sense before the mushrooms. That's what I was going <laughs> to ask is how, how do you feel, Andrew, when you were going through, um, I mean, that is just so terrible and I'm so sorry. Um, but like to have to go through something that heavy and then when you're doing psychedelics, um, you know how a pain or, or whatever you're combating can be escalated as well. Like, um, how do you... How do you feel about... Well, I started at a low, do like a dose low enough. I didn't have anybody guiding me. You know, I had um, I had a friend that's uh, an old soldier and he just keeps mushrooms on hand. And when people are struggling, he's like, here you go. You know, if he needs them. Mm -hmm. um, and so he gave, uh, he gave me some. And so I started taking like a quarter gram at a time. Uh, and then I worked up to, I don't remember what it was exactly, but in between a quarter gram and a half gram, um, 
And then later, through the research, I was able to find that that was like roughly, or unless I did the math wrong, roughly about what the research found was the effective dose when you calculate the amount of, uh, you know, psilocybin and psilocin and uh, the tissue, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, it worked. Yeah. Yay. Uh, fuck the drug war. Let's dismantle yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, that's a great testament. And there's, you know, Every, all of the reported use, except for the little bit of <coughs> clinical research that like Johns Hopkins and other other universities like that have done, has been people like us and and just people eating mushrooms and having psychedelic experiences in their communities. And yeah, there are there's risks, but largely the, a lot of the benefits, which the, I think there 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 are far more cases of people having positive experiences than negative and like an overall yeah. positive impact in their lives. I feel like I would be dead. I wouldn't be alive right now without mushrooms. I know wow. it. I know it. And so, you know, we don't, we don't need clearly a medical therapeutic industry. We need to empower the people who are already doing this work. And, and we should look to leadership. Like there, there are people who have been really devoting themselves to carrying medicine right but no one's an expert mm. right and 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 there's no real authority here the community the people that are uh, ourselves we're the authority and we should we really need to reclaim that if this is going to go down well cannabis translation thank you <laughs> back when the industry was 2010 right after we had you know framework here in colorado they didn't allow people with felony cannabis convictions to be involved at first. Oh, at all. Two. Shout out to two. You, know? you couldn't even wow. You could at first, but then you, you could, then, they, then they pulled it back. Yeah. Because like there was a moment in time where you could. That was, pr this was, this was. 2009 like, or something like that. It no, was the MMED was the first one and they started in 2012, but you didn't get your first round of badges unless you were scheduled until like Correct. roughly 2013. It was when you could still have a medical card back in 2010 printed on a little Shittly piece of paper filled the out, purple, notarized. The purple paper or the this was the, the <laughs> purple. Nice. The purple card was the first thing. That was ugly. I felt the, red the red card. Sorry, <laughs> the, the red, red card was first. The first. And then the purple yeah. one, the first came, uh, the, the letters fell Those off. Those are sweet. Yeah. Remember that? I remember. Oh, I had yeah. that. I had that. Scrape I was off. like, what? These letters. Just got, uh, I was like, because then you go, dude, you know the letters scrape off, and they go, no, they don't. Oh yeah, sh oh, they do. And I was like, yep, yeah, just do just somebody else. And they say you couldn't laminate it or do anything. And you can't laminate. Yeah, you can't do shit. So here is the case translation the spirit of the law we wanted those with a knowledge base of the industry to lead the industry mm. <clears throat> or at the very least create an advisory pool you're where saying people we could... want that that's not what happened though no i'm what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. but that's the that's spirit good... of amendment of the the, mm. the the medical amendment and uh the recreational amendment. that was the spirit of it however that's why at the beginning, you were allowed in if you had a felony because they hadn't written the rules yet. Right. Oh, then, yeah. mm -hmm. by the time they started issuing the, the, the badge that you worked in the industry and at they the race I was it. 19. Race tracks, yeah. I was 19, so you can't legally work tracks. in. That's where right. you got your car. That's where you got your medical. The I first don't remember where. That yeah. was the best. It was like, mm -hmm. wait, where are we going? Oh, it's an abandoned dog track. And I'm like, it's what? True. Colorado Wood. 
It was like, really? And then he got there and it was just like, everybody was like shaking their heads. Like, are we really in the fucking parking lot of the dog track right <laughs> it's now? And so I was like and waiting for our badges. They and they were like, come off. on in and get your well, badge. And they were so excited to give it to you. <laughs> Look, yeah, you so, but badge. that's what we're talking <laughs> about. Awful. So if Prop 122 goes through with the ambiguity of it, the spirit will, would, it's not, it's not 61. It didn't mm-hmm. come across. It's not decriminalization. It's regulation. Yeah. And they're going to fill those blanks in with whatever pads their coffers. Yeah. Plain and, and simple. You know, you know what? Yes. Yeah. And also, yeah. And, and then immediately it's in every operator's best interest to keep everything to themselves because it's competitive advantage. And so yeah. the right away, the boom, yeah. everyone all will be growing mushrooms at yeah. home. All, Everybody. Every, all the energy, all the money. <laughs> it's everything. already happening. No, yeah. no, I mean. It will. It will. And, and, that's, and that's why we need to, we need a better product process to, mm. to, to create a better a better framework that really prioritizes the protections that we need um, that the, the whole the industry will form around that and then the industrial part can be part of a healthy ecosystem but it, it's not geared that way then it's it will be corrupted and we've really, got opportunity right to now. That. well the minute they right. tell you you yeah. have to That's go right. here or so you excited. have to do this it's just it's the same it never works because then you know mm-hmm. you're killing the idea of so people being self-sufficient and yeah. that's what that's and Matthew's being polite but he does have a hard stop real soon so okay. if yeah. anybody out in chat lang has any questions for him right now get them in now because He's going to go in the next 10 minutes. I, and I, I could actually kind of, stay just a smidge longer if we wanted just to for do a little, little Just for rap one rap. Battle, yeah, exactly. Rap battle. Oh, rap, there's one a rap, rap battle. battle. Oh. Rap battle. Oh if only gosh. somebody had like instrumentals or something. Oh, they didn't oh, have vocals on top? On their phone. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Actually have these. Let's see. Is this <laughs> happening now? No, no. Almost, no, 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 no keep <laughs> he's working on it. I'm not pushing it. He's on the side. He'll do that on the side. But as a question, you got questions? If questions come in, that's great. And before that happens, I do want to say, no matter what you vote for, if you vote yes or vote no, I know it's confusing. Uh, we're we're in community with people who oppose and are proponents, right? Because we have to be, and people have different perspectives, and none of us have a crystal ball. It's it, it, I I acknowledge that it's it's hard to really know what's the best move. We feel like we're doing our best to offer the truth from a very informed perspective. And, and I think the biggest point to take away from this that I want to share is that no matter what you vote for, getting informed and learning about the, the potential corruptions here and the gray areas and all of that is really important for all of us if we actually want to make sure that where we know to even where to engage, to make sure that we put as much pressure as possible, if it does pass, in the implementation process, where there's this vague shit, where the, there's these big openings for corruption, we have to be ready. And so you can be mad at us all you want if you're a proponent of the NMHA. We're doing our best to empower the people with the knowledge that they need to be informed for the vote so people can have informed consent. Mm-hmm. But if it does pass, to also be able to engage in the process. I don't know why you're mad. <laughs> I really don't know why you're mad. We're doing our job. Yeah. So. so we have uh, one question from... Another one from Mike Denver. Oh, Mike Denver Mike. has a fucking question. Well, maybe answer this question in in general. She just came down. Of what, you know, your knowledge of healing strains of mushrooms. Okay. Right Go now, <laughs> penis envy is the fucking rage. Everyone is talking about it's so hard right babies. now. Penis envy is so, so jealous hard. of For me, 
when I take them, I get very chesty. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? Like they cold? fuck me up. Like, no, because... like I almost want to have an asthma inhaler. I don't want to be like, alive. It's actually, for some actually, I, Vinny, is this beat? Is, it, is everyone getting this beat right now? <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm not all over. He's like this playing ping pong over there. He's playing, sure. playing ping pong. You guys are just being weak. <laughs> no, but seriously, Mike has a really good question. A penis envy aside, can maybe some because spores are and culture is available everywhere right now. Yeah. What strains really are down the medicinal path that would help people find relief? Well, it's a really, it's kind of an impossible question. It's a uh, same as weed. It is. It's totally. Come on, let him. You're asking the you're asking the weed question that nobody can answer. So no, I think I can I can turn this into a productive moment. <laughs> There's, there are many different strains that have different. Um, that have a, a different sort of like general application like usually like the more potent like penis envy are better for like if you really want to go deep yeah if it's you know the medical therapeutic realm is in what's generally like the two to four gram dosage right of of what is the common amount of psilocybin per like fleshy material in a mushroom mm -hmm. Penis envies are 2x generally. Yep. Albino penis envies, you don't, especially if you're dealing with one of my good friends. Mm -hmm. I won't, you know. He's yeah, been on the show. Yeah, I will say that. Best in the He's world. In the right Best now. that we know of in the land, you know. So, so like they can, they can, and and those are my favorite. Um, as, and so, but but you know, for for like for <laughs> micro dosing and for you know a, a more like, I guess a more um, less variable experience, right? You're not going to be in control. <laughs> right. I hope the mushrooms are teaching you that. Mm -hmm. Try to control the yep. setting on what you want. You might find out you're not in control. You never. You in control when you take them, and that's right. that's about it. But but you can't you can't. <laughs> but creating the set and setting and all that really matters, of course. But yeah, I think like golden teachers, um, you know, like the uh, Cambodians, Thais, like there, there's all these different strains, but there's all these permutations. So it does really come down to the person. Their, their experience with the mushroom. If they're I think, fresh, if they're dry. And also like, this, like the kind of, the, the cultivator really matters. Mm -hmm. I can tell how much love the mushrooms I I go by how long the rat tail is. The rat tail. What about the other secondary? We love you. We love you. That we haven't characterized That's my indicator. What about the other secondary metabolites that we haven't characterized yet? Yeah, um, beyond psilocybin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Absolutely, in, in, the entourage. Uh, I was able to have coffee with a guy named uh, Deddy Mary, who does uh, cannabinoid research and, and now psilocybin research in Israel. Um, he's a, uh, a doctor. And <clears throat> he was saying that he has described, like, I think over 200 cannabinoids now. A lot of them just haven't been named yet, but he's isolated the two. Uh, that work in concert and are responsible for uh, sleep right. because across all like groups when yeah. you use it you know people get better sleep and so um, they're non-psychoactive right and yeah. so uh, he's now working he's been working on uh, psilocybes for yeah. the last four years I, I think. ask a cultivator you and know because so there, there's probably there probably are some answers uh, that that might there be some more general kind of application MTI. But it's yeah. It, yeah. MTR is our is our local guru uh, now. He's he's grown yeah. what, two two flushes. Tell me things. <laughs> You've had two well, old no, flushes. No, no, no matter what, it's going to be down to the person and how they interact. You know, everyone's everyone's different. For sure. Yeah. Everyone well, likes house music after they eat yours or what? Just That's I right. want to give a shout out to Mike Denver. He <laughs> Thanks, was Mike Denver. Incredibly right. knowledgeable 
on this subject he at is. the last bar Terp Town. Yeah. I mean, he even spoke to somebody who had some questions on how to possibly breed. You know, he was getting down to microscopic spore isolation. There you go. And then being able to look at it under a microscope again afterwards yep. to determine and the yeah. the mycologist. Keep it up. Me away. I got to meet his parents. Did you? Yeah, did you meet him? Oh no, I met his dad. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. I actually got to meet him too. Uh-huh. They were, they, I thought he was ki- killing it. I was like, man, look at you, you're killing it over here. He's like, those are my parents. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I, I, thought, I thought you were making big sales. They were like coming in. That's amazing. Oh yeah. I, was, I got it. Speaking of telescopic, who just walked in the house, I my got parents. a little note from him today because of the, you know, the Biden thing. He was always a proponent, saying, hey Dave, you know, Democrats are not. Mm-hmm. Pro cannabis, and I, I I always agreed with him on that, but um, we wound up voting out a Republican senator who probably would have helped us on this issue. But, God damn us, yeah. us. Huh. What else you got, MTI? I mean, there's other questions. Do Give we want to just wrap up a couple more here? No, yeah, do a okay. More. Okay, this. I mean, I don't know if you, anyone here will have any information on this, but uh, is microdosing harmful for epileptics? Someone was asking, and obviously uh, we're not a medical. Yeah, oh, you yeah, definitely want to get all your medical advice from the intervention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. you can't. They can't. Yeah, that's yeah, a rough one. I just don't think yeah, they don't, do don't that. Okay. Well, I think yeah, okay. you got to be careful on all those kind of. So questions. wait, there is a question from Danny Danko. Um, would you appear on his show in two weeks? Uh-huh. Danny Danko, actually, he asked a question. <laughs> that is kind of interesting. Do you think psychedelic mushrooms can be pickled like edible ones, and will this make them more palatable or effective? <sighs> if you like pickles, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're super into pickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I them, right? Maybe, maybe he had a psychedelic experience. Like his first one, he didn't have anything else to eat and just ate a bunch of pickles and associates pickles. Such with a not a good texture, though. Is that is, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I know. That's what's awesome. It's not the texture you're looking okay. for. But no. I, I would recommend. Uh, I, I do. I like lemon juice, lime juice. Yeah. So, oh, right. so yeah, lemon tech is a good. Lemon tech's always a good, good maneuver. Yeah. It's inside baseball okay. with Adam that's Dunn. All that the chat gang had so far. I thought that was funny. I was pickled. Yeah, I could just see like I could just see like and as the pickle starts talking to you, you're like, oh fuck. Dude, I ate too many pickles. The pickle yeah. is a job. The honey shit is like I like like I think with honey and stuff it's always like interesting because honey preserves it. Just like if you're trying to preserve it, I would go with honey because honey tastes good and it's like it'll look nice. It's a great better, preserative. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's gonna last a long time. Wasn't it'll turn blue? You know, to the fucking <laughs> and they can filter it oh, out. Oh, they'd after. be like pretty That's cool. too. Wasn't someone talking about how they they used to store them in honey and they would ferment in the honey and they would all of a sudden turn into like mead type thing? Wasn't, like, wasn't that right. our rat tail? That's guy? what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. isn't I thought mead. Travis was talking about that. Yeah. I could look at you blowing. I could blowing be completely covers. wrong. Though. I didn't. I said no. Rat-tail he was guy. here on yeah. the show that said it. <laughs> He's very cop like behavior. Everybody sees the tail. You're a cop. Dude, look at Dave. Dave's copping out over there? Copping yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Okay. Speaking anyways, of copping out, don't, don't nobody's going to nobody's gonna cop out. We oh, have we got to hear this. We're going to wrap that yeah. Go. We have to, oh, shit. We're going to wrap no, Wait, does everybody... DJ, okay. spin ginger, that shit. Ready? It's ginger on ginger <laughs> around here, buddy. <laughs> that was awesome. Huh? Is that good white yeah, That was good. That was pretty good. Yeah. one up. Okay. I don't know. Pretty I watched 8 Mile and... Yeah, I watched 8 Mile. Are you still inspired? I watched 8 Mile 20 years ago. still think I'm right. got it? Do you want to go first or do you want to go? Or do you want to go first or do you want to go first? <laughs> oh, man, this is good. Cool. No, no, right. you, you, go, you got to flip. Yeah, you guys got to flip. We uh, have to flip. Okay. Do we have anything to flip? I'm going to count for a second. Oh, uh, <laughs> got it. Hit him with the one. 
two, three. Give, Here give we go. telescopic headphones. Two, three. Asymptomatic in an attic for cabbage. I'm rapping savage. This bad motherfucker coming tonight. Hitting Gladys, pippin' status. Pimping, blowing fat as a blimp. And when it comes to crunching numbers, I'm simply a statistician. Listeners listening. It's a strong wink. You're pissing and nervous suckers. Get murdered with verbiage, slit with decisions. Playing split to surgeon. Swerving, slurring, and perving. Submerged in some urban versions of legends. I'm vegging, herbing, and hedging. Going in crazy in this COVID apocalypse. So slightly rocking it with a full fit and pocket blessed all the ignorant figuring they're invincible simpletons indefensible take this pencil jam it through your ventricle ripping apart the cipher word of my life i'm flipping equipped to ignite the mic and steadily hitting unsettle these kids with deadly shit that i write i readily rocked a bit of the seven the head of the clever competitor stop thinking you come out on top the cheddar is mine or you hit it get knocked see me i'll be keeping it locked like latches cooking up rhymes and batches rappers sleeping seeing these bastards know that i'm real and they know that they actors they only kicking irrelevant shit well i'm quick to be selling them scripts split is the elegant kid to be rapper retarded floor is an elephant piss. Elephant piss? That is a that's gushing. That, that's hard flow. Inundation of bars. An inundation of elephant piss balls. Alright, ready? Mine's way shorter. Okay. Uh, silly with the P, DMT with Billy D. Wet jumpers, no PCP inside of me. Angels dusted off my crusties with all kinds of brushes. Every feather flock together, eagles, pigeons, puffins. Force joiner like Lucas, like George, like Yoda on peyote type form, type foolish. In the mirror, like I'm thick with the Q. Now it's clear. Hip hop's Baba Ramdas is here, what it do? Fake shamans tricking you with the stick and move. That's the beans talking, Jack. Just be true to you. Gotta stumble the mumble before you walk the talk. Everybody's tripping. Some learn how to walk it off. Crazy times, walls wavy like a baby's thighs. Vibes higher than the stakes to awaken minds. But I'll never liberate without my brethren. We watch the time pass and smoke heaven for the hell of it. Don't drop our mics. <laughs> we don't got money. The greenest thing in this room is the green screen. Yeah, man. Behind us. There's no green screen. Psych. No, we're in a room full of smoke. Damn. Damn. You're in a room full of smoke. Yeah, How did Andrew's it. show get like the shirt get like that? <laughs> it, it's, green too. it's not Andrew. He's a robot. So yeah. He didn't have enough for the arms. I, see, like, I actually have an alter ego oh. named Android who's smoke. Half metal, half man, part chimpanzee. And has no That's shoulders. That was incredible, gentlemen. Good job. Cool. You spoke so fast, I didn't understand most of what you said there. <laughs> Me either. I just I rely on that. Nobody. Oh, he can barely roll his. I rely on no one knowing sense. that there are words. If it doesn't make <laughs> sense, then like you know, nobody will know. Get high. Yeah, but I'm 52 and lame. Right. Yeah, I, I, can, I can make a slow rollout whenever you're ready to boost me out of here. I'm, I'm That's awesome. good to go. Oh yeah, you do what you gotta do, man. No, we are. How do people find you well, if they want yeah, to interact yeah, yeah. with you? So. The sport.org is our website. We're sport.org on Instagram. And I think it's like slash, Facebook slash the sport.org. Go to our website, uh, sign up f at least for our newsletter, but check out the My Coalition page on the sport.org website. So it's the sport.org slash My Coalition. Check out what we've been doing with this My Coalition because the revolution is here with the people really building a psychedelic rainbow coalition. We're, we're organizing like mycelium because the best framework that we know of for solidarity, for mutual aid, for just you know getting the resources where they need to go and everything taking care of each other, mycelium. Mm -hmm. Right, which All is the foundation. The foundation of rainforests, mm -hmm. and that's what we want. So, so register to become a member of the My Coalition. 
We got somebody calling. Cullen, no, it's Cullen. Cullen. He wanted a rap battle. No, he owns yeah. Green Bros. <laughs> Cullen's trying to Oh, battle? you're going to rap battle now? Oh, but nice. Guys, I've been on his podcast, so I don't think shit, he has got any rapping shit. at all. He's he's less rap-ish than me. I can't so. leave the dojo until everybody's palate has been wet. If there are battles that still want to be had, <laughs> they must be had. Yeah, I, I would love to see this. No, no he, I was joking. He, he's a joker. Oh. Dave's and, a joker. Don't ever listen to anything no, Dave really. ever says. I'm done with you, Dave. My gosh, I'm here to I make you not, laugh. I was uh, not aware there was levity here. Sorry. <laughs> You're a cop. Thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> Thank we you. really appreciate yeah, the awesome. knowledge and everything you've done for the city and county of Denver Thank and you. everything that your your work is done to hopefully get the right bill passed yeah. when it's time. Right. And there's, there's so many other people, you know, there's so many people who are taking part in this movement. So I always just give it back to the community. I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all having me here. You know, everybody vote, vote with your heart. I think your heart will tell you probably no, (laughs) but you know, regardless, it's about community, community first. So this is not about the revolution is not policy. Sweet. You know? All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you, man. It. Take care. Thank you. Peace. Yeah, Thanks, bro. Thank you. See you soon. And uh, pick up the gift yeah, bag in the green room on the way oh, out. Oh, yeah, on the way out. They'll take care of you on the way out. Aperitif. We'll have security walk you out. Yeah, security. No, grab a bagel. <laughs> grab a bagel or two and some cookies. Non, they're non medicated. And if you want a medicated yeah. chocolate, we got a bunch here. If you want to catch a workout in the workout room, go for it. Take it for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Colin, if you were in live in the studio, bagels. Cookies. Yeah, the big chunky ones. Those are, yeah. Jamie Those are potent, yeah. man. Yeah. Just trust me. You'll sleep well. well. Yeah. You yeah. will sleep really well. Nice. nice. And tomorrow. Shortest rap battle I get paid my SAG dues. Oh, yeah. That was oh, good job, Colin. Good job. Yeah. We heard that. Brando's got he's, he's so fast, Colin, you don't even hear his words. They're just like. He did 40 verses. I feel inspired to just start. Welcome to the show. Good timing. Perfect timing. Yeah, amazing. Amazing timing, Colin. So, I, you know, I just followed the invite. Colin Reichert <laughs> is the owner of Green Bros with a Z. With a Z. They've sponsored the show for a long time now. And so nice. everything they do, made in Las Vegas, Viva nothing Las made Vegas. anywhere else. The highest quality post processing. I mean, remember when I was there, I couldn't believe that you had uh, the rosin press by the, the Boulder guys. Are we going to all party oh, yeah. in like a month? Sure. Yeah. So, welcome to the show. Um, we appreciate We're all gonna be you. Broken a month. <laughs> yeah, right. It's very true. <laughs> right. Oh, you know, we were going to. Uh, in fact, she called while we were on the show. That's when my phone started oh. buzzing. That was Jane. So obviously, you're not listening to the show, Jane. Oh. But, Are we still uh, on? I don't know. I would have had to answer the phone in the oh. middle of the. We wow. we were we were going to be taking over the Rio presidential suite that she has for the Vegas Wednesday night party. But apparently, we, are, uh, with it. we don't know. No, we don't know. Pa- She's pa- all apparently, up when the, she she transferred the reservation to my name, it came over as just like a one bedroom suite for like <laughs> six thousand so dollars. And I was just like, uh, Jane, I think something went wrong there. Your, your reservation, I'm looking at it, says presidential suite. Yeah, you know, mine says standard room, but the price is the same. So maybe you can look into that. So. <laughs> Imagine if you got there and they're like, that'll be $6,500, please. You Can know. I please get the done deal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's done the deal. hangover. We're doing the hangover weekend. Uh, what are we doing? Did you just get skipped? Yeah, he did. He skipped you. I didn't. I handed it this way. What are you doing, Colin? You doing deliveries? Are you out and doing your own deliveries now? Is that what's going on? 
Don't tell us you're driving Uber. <laughs> no, man, I'm riding. Okay. I'm riding. Actually, sitting in a parking lot because it was the best opportunity for me. I was at have to come down and uh, I get to pick up my lovely wife from work. So uh, this is that time frame. So here I am. Good for oh, you. Sweet. Found the nearest. And I, it sounds. I think I got good. Nice. Good audio. Is that you do. Right? You sound right? And the video too. You sound in- nice. Better than it's many great. of my previous shows. Not not lately, but <laughs> definitely in the beginning. Shows were way uh, worse. You know. The, yeah. We, we we strive for the best. And we also I had on it. an industry partner of yours, Jay from Dry Flower Solutions, who. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jay. Jay was on my podcast not too long ago. How's he doing? He's doing great. In fact, that was yeah. another little synchronicity, finding out that, you know, he designs systems to work with your systems. That's like, you know, the best of the yeah, best working with the best of the best. We had a great, we had a great time. He's, he's a great guy. He, uh, he pops up on my LinkedIn doing yoga and shit, which is cool. But uh, <laughs> You're like, hey, a little weird. less on the popping uh-huh. up on my Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. I mean, teach his own, right? We're all just trying to make it in this world. Yeah, and and you, you know that's it's and do yoga and yoga. Well, J Lo does yoga. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw yoga. the man do some serious stuff. So I mean, you know, he's definitely got some skills. Have you seen those people on the paddle boards, like that do the handstands and all those good things? Yeah, it'll be probably be another half hour moves. before we I'm ask like, you about I your stuff. I want to be that girl. <laughs> hey, you don't have to worry about it. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I want that body. You know, not exactly, but you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Vinny looks like he got really young. I'm sorry, I'm breaking the fourth wall here, but our sound guy looks like he just lost oh. 20 years. So, so when did uh, Green, right? when did Greenbow start originally? Was that, was first year? Uh, we're we're 10 years now, so it was 2012. 12, right. 12, 12, 12 That's awesome. The, that moment in time. Yep, the perfect moment. So 12 years. Yeah. Started in 2012. Yeah. So we're just 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 hit our 10 year mark. 10 year mark. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, what's what's a couple of years here and there? Yeah, it'll be it'll be coming up soon enough, don't you worry? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, at this point, we're kind of wondering if we're going to make it to the for the next two. It's getting uh, it's getting scary out there, you know. Uh, you'll make it. You'll make it. This is this is something that that a lot of us have been saying for a long time and been called chicken little. That if you don't plan yeah. on the seven hundred, the three hundred dollar pound, you know, depending on quality, sure, you're going to be in trouble. I mean, and, but uh, and, I then, and then again, big. I think you're 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 in you're in the right industry for that because of course it has to be done automatically and it can't be you, oh, know, you can't for sure. you can't pay but anybody you know, you can't pay anybody to trim weed these days that, that's like fear mark yeah right fear mongering though in the in the economy in general mm-hmm. plus then the uncertainty uh with this latest wave of uh of uh, flooding of the market you know it's really created an issue within the whole you know the whole ecosystem where there's a lot of money holding, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of kind of trepidation. Um, you know, um, it's hard to see where it's going to balance. Uh, no one's sure about tomorrow. Some people are hoping to get bought out. You know, it's just kind of crazy, crazy times. I mean, we're seeing a significant difference year over year. Um, you know, and uh, it's like the delayed COVID hangover or something. And, uh, you know, but it is what it is. You just, change what you do and tighten up and get going right you're true so, true i think it's sad uh commercially and even the stores and things their sales are down like 80 to 90 percent from covid um 
And it's really sad. Like, there's a lot of companies struggling to stay in business right now and having, like, skeleton crews as, you know, they're... Well, it's because they yeah. everyone had free money. <laughs> they it's were just spending it on weed. <laughs> it was like we, we were at a moment in time where people had free money and they spent it on weed. Pay off my debt. Pay off credit cards. And our industry yeah. went fucking gangbusters for a minute. And hey, you know, hey, and we, companies had free money too. You know, it wasn't just people. It was a lot of money out there, and mm. I think that money's still there, but people are holding on to it because they don't know if it's going to stay. So yeah. it's weird. Uh, but the the price, like I saw a billboard the other day. Um, $64 ounces and I shat yeah. myself like <laughs> what well, well, maybe it's time to start. We got thirty nine dollars. We got thirty nine dollars ounces here in Denver. So, but they, you know, that's insane. You know, you know what's crazy though <laughs> is I have to buy weed like for the last like Every three months. Like it's pissing me off. Is I've had to buy flour, and so I go to all these different stores, and everybody tells me how cheap fucking weed is. Like yeah. I'm spending four hundred and fifty dollars on an ounce weed. of weed. Not, don't I'm care spending five hundred dollars. Not an everybody ounce has of weed. a trust like, fund and a mom like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the. Quality, like there's like she just five companies. I could list them actually. Is like J Lo. I follow you on Instagram. You what? literally put on the screen fourteen hundred dollars in weed, and it was a single purchase. Yeah, but people think that I'm getting like the plug plug, and I'm definitely not. Is I'm like such an advocate Reverse. for connoisseur weed and like quality and paying for these companies good weed, because there is shit weed on the shelf as an option. But like, you don't want to smoke that shit. Yeah. Like, go smoke your sixty-four dollar ounce. Like, gross. Yeah, good weed costs like <laughs> right. the same as it did it did before. before yeah, you know? exactly. But um, I think there's a correlation between how high gas prices are and why people aren't spending money on weed. Because oh, it literally is the forty bucks that was in their wallet, and they're going yep. to the pump is gone now. Mm. I mean, it's well, it's yeah, gone. I, I think you're right with that, man. I mean, that affects everything. It affects all everything in the whole co economy has gone up because of that. But more than that, it's it's you know when when your gas prices go up to a point where it becomes a concern, like it's something you have to legitimately budgetarily configure in your mind. And you have to sacrifice somewhere else, you know, that it's a problem. Like when it's mm. when it's something that's like, you know, I know I'm gonna spend twenty, thirty bucks a week or whatever, that's that's okay. But when you have to go well, fuck, how much is gas gonna be? And how much do I have? And what am I not gonna buy? Well, I'm not gonna buy weed. Right. Or I'm just gonna buy it from my friend. That's what's happening too. I mean, I've seen a lot of kids kids. The younger people are like, Now I got my guy. I'm like, Damn forty year olds. I don't do that crap. I just buy it for my friend. And I'm like, what are we doing, man? Nineteen eighty? What's going on here? This is, I mean, that's how it always has been, which is cool, but Well a gallon know. of milk is the same price a gallon of gas right now. So it, uh, it really is shitty. Okay, it, it's, well, I it's wish my car around. ran on milk. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> how how is it? How are the, like the uh, material costs for your for your products going in the last couple of years? With well, that's that's you know that's interesting. We had um, we had a spike. The big spike year was uh, COVID year, but we had guaranteed contracting because we had bought um, historically we buy a lot of material, and so we had a really great we had a great year. So the year that everybody else was dying because of the big push on pricing, we had already pre-bought. Well, luckily you're not making um, them out of wood because <laughs> wood was like, that was, <laughs> right, right, right. That was yeah. crazy. Like housing prices and uh, shit were nuts. But, mm -hmm. but steel has come right back down. Like steel is not very far from where it was, hmm. um, you know, uh, pre-COVID. So we're not seeing that. We are seeing problems with, uh, you know, electronics are an issue. 
Um, the things that are really starting to become a bummer are like things coming out of Europe. Um, mm. You know, we don't do any Chinese stuff, but um, we do work with some some stuff that comes, you know, uh, some some Japanese stuff. And then we'd have some stuff that's coming out of Europe and specifically Germany. And they're like, well, dude, we're not spending. And uh, we're shutting down the factory because we don't have any ability to run these things right now. So all this material is getting held up. And you're like, well, that that's significant. Um, that could be a big impact for not from we don't have a lot of dependency there, but it could be a big impact if you see, you know, through automation in, in not just this industry, but a lot of industries because uh, Germany produces a lot of high quality shit. So, yeah. And I, I, I would say if you can get a Porsche, if you're a Porsche guy, get it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's sure. be a while. I'll be right back. Yeah, I got to run. Yeah. I got to run. <laughs> what I want. <laughs> Telescopic drives a Porsche, I'm sure. He Kelly, can tell oh, yeah, Telly's a Don't worry, we can hold down yeah. the show over here. MTA, yeah, did you change your hat? He just turned, he turned it, around. it around. It's like, that's how hats I mean, work. You got a front and a back. Like, I'm sorry. I support the cause, but it just doesn't make She's sense. breaking the I'm fourth sorry. wall. <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry. so um, what's new on the horizon for your company right now, especially with uh, MJ BizCon coming uh, up? Big Rager going? We got you a Big got, Rager? What, what, do we got, what do we got going on? Yeah, so we, we're, we're sponsoring the Grow Off Jam, so it's going to be at our shop. So we're going to have like 600 people over there. That's going to be pretty cool. During? Oh, um, yeah. When's so that going to be? Uh, that's uh, that's the day before. Um, so we're not doing it. Uh, we just don't have a big enough group to do any anything outside of that, like during the regular show. Everybody on the company has to work the floor because uh, you know it's uh, getting tight around there. But um, so the day before, we're gonna have a, a big grow off, host the big grow off party. Um, I can send you details on that. I don't know all about it, but um, and then uh, we're not really like this year is kind of a different year. We usually come out with something new and cool, um, and this year we're bringing something that's definitely new and definitely cool, but it's been out for a while. Uh, we've been working on it for about three and a half years with a partner company. Um, and so we're pretty excited about it, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be like our traditional reveal type of stuff. It's, it's kind of a, a significant game changing piece of equipment. So we're excited. Well, let us know right now. Nobody's listening. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, as long yeah. as nobody's here, Just between it, us. definitely we're, we're, we're uh, we jumped into the, uh, to the pre-roll game, which is a game that I was wanting to get into for a long time. Um, and there's a lot of companies obviously in there and they all make these really cool looking machines, but none of them know how to actually roll joints or make joints. And so we got together with a company that's been doing packaging for 35 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we applied cannabis knowledge. They applied packaging and automation knowledge. And we came up with a machine that'll give you uh, absolutely perfect cones. And it also Ooh. stuffs them with uh, three mil particle size. So you're getting real actual grind, not powder. So you get good draw all the way through the product. It's a great smoke from top to bottom. Um, they're consistent. I mean, we're like 0.012 uh, in, uh, in air draw through these cones uh, from mm-hmm. cone to cone to cone to cone, whereas most cones are, you know, anywhere from, you know, 0.1 to 0.3 uh, in, in uh, the get, amount of You get those uh, ones that are just like draw. incapable wow. to even smoke. You're like, what the fuck is yeah. going on here? I was going to say most turn people your, turn your cheeks inside out. Yeah, I hate when people, it's like, what is they thinking, dude? It's like dust in there or something. It's like, the stuff. Well, so they have to do that. So with a vibrating machine, you have to have dust because the dust is what packs the crutch, right? Because it gets so tight down there. Yeah. You can't 
pack in there, right? So, mm. and if you get bigger particles and you overpack, then you get other problems. Then you so, get all floppy where it's all floppy whoppy. Right, yeah. right. So you want, you know, you want um, the HR doesn't want us talking you, about that. Your joint breathes where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what is going on here? That's no good. Or it, 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 it runs down the side and then jumps mm. to the other side and you're like, what the, why, why is it yeah. burning like that? Um, yeah. For sure. So it's not using the vibration is it like a centrifugal deal like the mountain high no 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 we, <laughs> that we, was like a cer- used- that was like having a carnival ride in your house you're like what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. is going on while you're watching it you're yeah. like, i can't i can't i can't even i'm at that point in my life where i can't even watch those things i get dizzy Arthur, so, was, uh, Arthur no, was a good friend of mine when I used to laugh because he was like, just that's all his life was was selling that machine to people and oh. people get it and they'd be like then they'd be strapped and they'd be like dude thing's huge yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's a pretty interesting machine. The first time I saw one, I was a little intimidated by it because I thought it might just fall apart, <laughs> start throwing shit everywhere, <laughs> like a carnival ride, you know? It literally, but, uh, no, it's literally <laughs> what it was. It was like baby carnival ride in your house, yeah, whipping yeah. joints around. You know, you're like Whip, I, whipping shit around. It's like, like kind of overthink. Yeah, I think they think overthought <laughs> this one a little bit. Like, yeah. So this machine has we uh, we pack in two different locations. Um, with two different packing mechanisms because there's two different areas of the cone that have to be packed. There's the lower area, obviously, and then the upper area, and they need different attention. We use a three middle millimeter particle size, so we have a grinder. We developed a grinder that destems flour and grinds and, and mills it to the perfect size. There's no heat generated, no metal to metal contact. It's absolutely uh, makes perfect perfect particles, um, and uh, we use that to prep the material. And what you get is, you know, just a an absolute spot on consistent product from cone to cone to cone to cone to cone. I mean, it's pretty funny how the, uh, uh, pre-roll industry got huge to it. Like really, like, it's kind of like how the edible thing to happen to was like for a minute, it was like edibles, whatever. Then all of a sudden edibles like out here, at least in Colorado became huge. And then with pre-rolls, I think like anybody who's a real smoker hates pre-rolls because it's just like, why you're going to roll your own weed? You know, that's, but right. but can, on a consumer level, when you start looking at the numbers of people out there that are can't, a can't roll joints, mm. J Lo, <laughs> but <laughs> they're out there. But there's tons of people who can't roll good joints, and then of so course true. they get intimidated by cones, which is actually stupid because cones are even easier to roll than like bad American style right. floppy shitty joints shitty that people meat. roll because well, there's a process. Too, like most of the ones that you get off the shelf are shit yeah. because you yeah. know they they've been put through. Either people who don't know how to do it did it, or you got machines that don't know how to do it doing it. <laughs> and your experience, where people who don't know kinda, running machines, yeah, yeah. So your experience is kind of crap, you know. And you're like, oh, wow, I, I just spent fifteen bucks on that thing, and you end up taking it apart and rolling it up into another paper or something. Um, mm-hmm. But it's always like that in cap deal, right? Like you're at Seven Eleven, and you go, oh, look, there's a fucking blunt wrap. I'll buy that type of deal. Like, now you're talking her language. Talking. So look at her. She got all excited. He, here is <laughs> the consumer. Here's a consumer complaint for pre-rolls. And maybe you can resolve this. Dave's a professional complainer no, no. too. Because <laughs> I just rolled a joint yeah. and I said, I'm thinking to myself, Perfect. what do I really enjoy about this? And what I enjoy is I just ground that up just like I put pepper on my eggs. It's volatile. It's right, it's like coffee. And it's like you, want, it, you don't exactly. want someone else making you. A it's fucking... why you grind coffee right when you're going to drink it. <laughs> so I think what needs to go hand in hand with your pre-rolling machine is the pre-roll package, something oh. that is like the way 14er has a nitrogen can, and timing is everything. 
to be able to say that within X number of seconds of this being ground, put into the seconds or whatever it is minutes or however fucking it would Dave. work fucking Dave you know depends on the temperature no, Dave but you're, you're like right it. on point man it's absolutely absolutely you can absolutely destroy the whole experience by having the temperature too high or you're, you you let it sit too long in the system and you and you got off gas basically and you lose all that terpene value it's absolutely essential that you do things the right way and that's it, it's absolute like you would not sit down at a table with your friends and fucking bust out a, a, a tray of weed that you let sit on the counter for fucking six days and go, hey, let's Colorado, Markwood. <laughs> Colorado <laughs> is like six minutes. You can't leave it out here. It's fucking shit dries up so fast. It's crazy. Vegas is like that, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got like 30 seconds of, You're like, of, of run take it time. Out. You, you take what you need, put the rest back in. Otherwise, that shit's fucked. Yeah. I've yeah. been in. Uh, so, I mean, you know, that's, it, but this is the thing. Like, connoisseurs understand things differently. <laughs> than consumers and we have a disconnect and i think you know the problem the, the disconnect is that there is a better way and you know this you, there's a better way to to enjoy weed all the way around i mean if it's getting it properly cured properly manicured mm-hmm. properly uh, uh uh packed or properly processed all those things mean very different you know different quality of experience when it comes to weed it's not just that you had a great cultivar and you did a great job of growing it that's good, but there's a whole part of processing that people just take for granted, and they go, "Oh, I'll just yes. fucking throw it in there. I'll do this," and and they beat the shit out of it. And at the end of the day, they have they have a product that that they spend a lot of time to make, and then they ruin it in the in the post process. So we don't we don't do that. We're all about you know giving you that the best quality that you that you can get. That's the point of it. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that be a problem in a lot of places just uh you know they, they get great product up to curing which is like where it gets you know kind of a lot harder at least a lot different you know space well right because how, how many people know how to do that it, yeah and it really depends on like it, it's being organized when what was this what was the guy's name again with the thing with dry the dry tech guy jay jay yeah like his style like you could tell it's like somebody who like thought about it and when we had him on the show we were saying like yeah how many people put all their energy into the grow but when it comes to the dry they're sort of like eh, i'll just take a corner over here or i'll take an old tent and you're like dude what are you talking about you like have a controlled fucking area to do this you can't be like oh, i'll just stick it in the corner when i first got to colorado i was out selling slinging trim machines door to door and these guys were taking me into their grows and i was stunned by these grows man they they have this this uh mechanism for growing cannabis and they were pulling down these plants every day and they had this whole system and it was like like you know massive productivity and it was so cool and i'm like oh where do you try it and they're like well we didn't think about that before so we just tried it on top of that room right there i'm like that's like three feet yeah we have to crawl in there and, then, and hang our weed in there it's like fucking really. Yeah, and and Colorado, <laughs> the shit. By the time you've hung 14, it up, it's already dry. So you're like, all right, take it down now. Fourteen million dollars <laughs> worth of grow, growing space, and you have a fucking yeah, uh, uh, an attic that you hang shit in. You're crazy, man. Yeah, uh, I got some hangers for you. Does anybody, you know, I have some used hangers. I'm wondering if there's a market for them right now. You know, the, I won't say the company, but uh, I had to work in this. I'm not going. <laughs> I ain't going anywhere near that <laughs> hanger. Hey, jokes. check out Secondhand <laughs> Harvest if you have equipment to sell. What is that? Secondhand harvest. Mark, get that yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. 
Look at that. Finally, a, a used a used equipment site you can post the used equipment on. Get your russet mites here, <laughs> right here, <laughs> fresh. That's right. They'll come hey, crawling out of the lights and just straight onto your plants, right with you. Right, straight. Yeah, if we can, wake well, we them get up. Some good cross. <laughs> wake way. them up. Wake them up. With a little heat. A little heat in them. Oh, They'll be ready to, ready to rock. <laughs> so that's an interesting um, market sector you're getting into pre rolls. I can see exactly why it would. You it would fits. Do that. No, it, it fits, fits perfect. It's part of what you do with the plant yeah. afterwards. And you're trying to. That's correct. Yeah. You need to like hook it up straight to the trimmer. Yeah, so it's just, as exactly. it's trimming, it just goes do 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 right into the so machine. You, yeah, you Good. say that, and that's exactly like where <laughs> we're at. Like you're putting the grind the, the grinder at the top of the machine, and and uh, so you just kind of feed as you go. So you're not overfeeding and leaving mm. material. Now, we're, that's still, that yeah. portion's still in development, but that's where we're headed. For Tell sure that to Mark, our sound guy, who was laughing his ass off at me when I said <laughs> seconds after. See, you would really would have a count on this from the hopper to the grinder. If you can trim your weed and process your weed at 55 degrees, you got lots of time. But if you're above 55 degrees, your time is taken down. And if you're at 70 degrees, you just don't have any time. Once you start breaking that down, yeah. All the terpenes just run away. And uh, that's one of the big things about barrel-style trimmers and the, what other companies do. They just spin shit around. It's hot. It's just making all this <laughs> all this fucking violence, and all your terpenes just go <laughs> out the window. Stop the violence. Stop the violence. There's violence, man. Yeah. Well, you I mean, you know, no, no, really. That was such a good description. You should co-opt hashtag it. stop the violence and bring it to, to shitty trimmers. You know? It should call, be like... I call, them, I call them barrel bandits. That that's is my amazing. Yeah. Friends, don't do let that. friends use shitty trimmers. Oh, my God. We will <laughs> we will market the shit out of it. We will take it to places. Thank you for saying that, J-Lo, because before, you know, we're not cutting them off right now, but, you know, it's time to renew that sponsorship of the oh, show. So that's why, That must be why I'm here. No, no, no. It was just so we, it was really just to get our the 215 DT shipped to now that we have a location now. No, it oh, was just to... Hey, it so, was to catch so we up, came man. up with something new too. I gotta get that to you. Um, I have a sick one that has pot leaves all over. It's fucking really we'll take cool. it. <laughs> and, yeah, I'll, you'll get it. I'll send it to you. But we came up with a bucket trimmer too for home uh, for your home growers. Because, Tell us uh, about that. Oh yeah, it's it's just a bucket, dude. It's a bucket with a with one of our trimmers built in it. But you don't. It doesn't have a motor. You use a drill. So you just connect oh. your little Makita or whatever to oh, that's it. Funny. Like it's, that. It's fucking well, MacGyver. It's so simple. Well, yeah. well you know what's I mean, funny is I was like saying like cool. I was looking back on my photos and I think it was in wow. 2016 I got one of the, uh, your trimmers from a friend and I was using it and I was like what I wonder what's what the fuck's going on inside this thing? So I open it up and I look and I go, wah, wah, wah. it's just a fucking little. That's it. I was like so simple. I was like, well, and I even took a photo of it and I was like, well, it doesn't. It's like like you were saying about German. I was like, this looks like some German shit right here. It was like not Japanese built at all. Not like 50,000 transistors. It was like one motor, no. two wires, yeah. and it came up to the switch that was at the top. And I was like, there's nothing <laughs> hidden. There's nothing <laughs> hidden in here. Or, yeah, I was like, well. Nope. Least no possible things thought, that buddy. can fail, too. No, it was yeah. pretty pretty basic. So that's, that's I mean, yeah. so if you have to replace that, whatever was in there with a drill, that's fucking perfect. Because it's definitely got more going on in a drill than that thing had. That's so that cool. Motor, you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> that is I mean, so it, cool. Can what What's it called? The trimming is in the blade design. It's a book called the bucket trimmer. Can you pull up it's a all, picture? It's, it's, we're doing it only through the website right now, and it's like it's only three hundred twenty bucks. I mean, like oh. we we felt felt like 
you know, there's a whole segment now, which is interesting. I think that a lot more people are really When you say bucket, is it a plastic bucket or is it a homer? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a Home Depot bucket. Okay. It comes in a, a five-gallon bucket. You should make you should a, make a, um, a high-end version and do a stainless bucket that fits on it that looks dope. You With know? Adam's just, picture on no, it. No, just make like a high-end version, <laughs> like the, the baller one for 500 bucks. I make comes. a lot of high-end version ones. You know, that's about like the Mini M. That's a good trimmer. That's a mini $5,000 Mini baller. Mini baller. <laughs> Damn. No, I like it. That's, that's a great. Awesome. That's high end one too. Well, it's also I like, like a, it. it's like a Homer. No, it's like guys. the um, it's like the vacuum the t- attachment that you get for the bucket, which the is buckethead. Buckethead, which is which I always thought was fucking genius. It's I was the like, Floby of trimmers. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, Colin, no, where where on the there. website? Mark is having trouble well, finding. Where did I found it. Uh, uh, he found it. Telly found it. Oh yeah, all right. Sorry, man. But get him on the payroll. You need a job, Telly. Know how to use Get him on the payroll, dude. I like it. Yeah. And then job. you just attach the joke. Yeah, right there. yeah, there's a little. You don't really get paid, but free weed, <laughs> free weed to gram of apothecary. Oh yeah, or oh yes, it's mine, expected. To, either. Yeah, that's awesome. The harv. If I so, had better vision, I'd be able to read. See the top of that, that thing. Yeah. That, the top of that thing is a, is a bucker too. So you you take if you don't put yeah. the trimming contraption in the top, you can use the top as a bucker. And you can pre-buck with that. So those little holes. That's awesome. Are, you've so got you to pull it backwards. Bucker yeah. stripper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're trying. I like it. Trying yeah, to help awesome. our brothers out out there. It's beautiful. Oh. What? What's a bucker? <laughs> Oh, shut the hell Oh, up. see, Why now Mars is... Did you see it in Dave's face? Buck your weed? Buck the <laughs> Take off the bud so it's like bucking. Like oh, bucking. I didn't know that that was the oh word God. for that. You buck it off. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's classic. Okay, we have to educate these kids. You, you put the stem in the... They clearly have never... Everybody you know, should it. spend some time He only has 10 jobs, so like, like, he doesn't, like he doesn't have enough... Bucking money. is not one of those jobs. Yeah. Never bucking is not one of those jobs, but maybe now. Why don't you come over... Yeah. My house. I was about to say, it's about time. We're about it's about time. that time, yes. I'm sure I could fucking point you in the right direction. Get you plenty of training. <laughs> oh my Mother fucking. So, so I, I take it from what you said earlier, you're going to go, you know, full hard on. No, that didn't sound Hard good. on? Full hard on. You. <laughs> you're going to go full on for MJ BizCon? Like you know, uh, you're, I you're mean, we're not and everything? Really we don't know what's going to happen. He we said no. He said he's not doing it. Okay. No, but he said everybody had to work those next few days. That's yeah, how I was I doing mean, it the day I mean, before. Well, we, we, listen, we had to, we're down. We're like, like you know, cannabis industry's down 80, 80 points. We're down. They're down you know, to buckets, not, dude. They're down. Not, they're reduced to buckets. Down. <laughs> <laughs> they have reduced that's the entire company point. to buckets now. It's like, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, that's what's going fuck on, it. Man. We're doing buckets. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's hey, in the As long as the lights are on, we're good. So maybe we, you know, we established that done deal for everybody who watches the show for Green Bros because some of your products are, uh, you know, commercial products are high end are expensive. Yeah. So we had it at 5%, wondering if maybe uh, for this $320 bucket, I can uh, power to the people, see if we can get a, a promo code and see how many we can get sold for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I should have been more prepared. We can definitely, uh, we can just do the, do, I have, man, I got to make me work. God dang it. Uh, That's we I'm can trying. definitely do that. We can definitely do, you know, do a ten percent easy on that, um, and uh, uh, for your guys, I, I, we have a way to hook it up. But I gotta, I gotta call my ma- my marketing person to to get a code. But it would be done. 
Done deal. Done deal. It so would be done deal. Our, our number, <laughs> our number two fan, Rosendogs, who yeah. is heavily involved in the legal New York market, actually, oh. after watching the show, went and purchased a Green Bros 215DT trimmer, and he's right. using them at his grow. Now I need to rent it. I think he's even nice. getting more for the shop. Oh. It's a, it's a great machine. Did he get a Model M uh, M light or did he get a, a, a DT? He's Whatever it is, he's made it really dirty and disgusting right now. Probably. probably. But it, 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 oh, you, you wouldn't want to see it. That's all I can say. Because we know if he's had it for how long? Oh, my God. It must be just like four months. I have, I have machines that are still running that have been out there for the whole 10 years I've been in business. Pick all the so, food he got I mean, on it. Just the food alone. No, he's smeared all over it <laughs> while he's trying to do it. That, that's so wrong. Oh, this man kept McDonald's like housed us in his home, in his very <laughs> clean home. Where oh his wife gosh. lives. He would check in with from us from the drive through at McDonald's just to piss us off, just to be on the show. Like, what are you doing at McDonald's? Like, uh, you want something? Uh, 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 back to Cullen and Green Bros and the amazing. Hey, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to text me what you want that code to be so you can put it up. Oh, it's done deal. Yeah, it's no, always done, done deal. That's what I was saying. Done deal. Uh, I, I but mean, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll text it no, We'll make sure it's written <laughs> out nice well, and clean. And you have to make sure they understand it's at, it's the done deal for Adam Dunn, the geneticist and cannabis and hemp guru, not the baseball player. Oh, yeah, it's not for Even him. though it's spelt the same, <laughs> the intention has to be there correctly. Yes. So anything else besides <laughs> besides the bucket? You got the, uh, uh, the joint roller. Fun, man. I mean, we're excited. We put it out on social and, and uh, got a lot of people giving us love for it because they, like no one's really paying attention to the, like I said, to the, to the home grower. And, and um, mm. you know, we thought, well, why not? So we did that and we did a grinder last year, which is like, it, it's, it's pretty magnificent. But the, the focus is going to be, I mean, we have some automation stuff too. I mean, literally like for the big boys, we have a centralized control unit that you can run all of my machines from from a remote location. So it has oh, video pool. feeds from the pool. And, and mm-hmm. floating yeah, in so the I pool. Mean, oh, let me just roll bop, bop, some joints bop, 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 over here <laughs> from the car. <laughs> let me hook up the grinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just you know whatever, man. <laughs> Are you going to make a like a smaller <laughs> version of the joint roller for all the Karens and Chads out there that need it? Yeah, Dave. Uh, Dave. No, I, no. I, I, I roll my own, fucker. Jesus, I think I'd love to, but. The problem is, that, I mean, you know, when you put time, you put that kind of tech in there, you're you're well over fifty grand, and I'm not sure you're gonna get too many guys and chads. <laughs> They'll just use that little handheld roller thing. <laughs> roll roll. All right, I get it. Well, I mean, you for know, the big boys. Yeah. If, if, You'll be the first to know, though. I promise you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we didn't know anything about the bucket or the joint roller. No, that was good. That was good. That, that was, was great. New, new fresh stuff. A whole lot of home growers' friends are gonna are gonna thank you for this bucket. I feel like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I that was the thing I hated about it. I always hated trimming. Like that was. But wait it wasn't a second. Because I, this is a good thing. I didn't like that experience it was so much work it took forever well it used to be a situation sure. where you could sort of like hey okay come on over and make some food and everything now it's like fucking no this is way too expensive you guys can yeah. you're eating yeah. too much <laughs> you're going about- too slow your weed ah you're cutting it too slow. so yeah but wait there's a I'm price now now if i trim weed i break out in hives 
Oh yeah, you've been using that one. Oh, for that's a, a good. Like that's a good excuse. Nine like years, one. I think. Yeah. You don't want to. That's when I first heard you. Say you don't want to see me that. I learned that one hunts. right after my first trimming day. Yeah, yeah. everybody uh, tries to use that one, but is there's a there's a going to be a market here because we have a friend in the psilocybin cultivation side who you know grows some amazing mushrooms. People are competing now to get access to them and saying, "I'll take them uncleaned, with the substrate still on the bottom." You know, because you would normally have to pay someone just like you, you know, they're, even though yeah. people volunteer their time for Lord Adam to come trim, most people have no, to pay don't. that no, shit. They, they never do. You know? They never come back. And they always, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. They're like, hey. That's the fact. <laughs> but think about it. If I've you been had trying to get Mark there for fucking that years. That was not a party. I'm never coming back. That no, was trim party. parties. Oh, he, he likes to call excuse. him that. He's not. He says it. Yeah. But if you had a $320 bucket, which would be less 32 bucks after you use the done deal. Um, oh, look yeah. at you, math wizard. That then you could you you don't have to necessarily if you had a, a buddy who was a grower so and he bucket. didn't want to have to you know trim it. You just say I'll take it like yeah. it is. I'll bucket you and I'll bucket and trim so, it. I used to do that when I first invented those machines. I had two of them, and my guy used to go up to Northern California and he'd bring down his truck full of unbucked, untrimmed weed, and I would trim it for him. And so I was making, I was running two trimmers like 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 turntables and scratching up a mess in my garage and killing the game. I was making a hundred bucks a pound trimming his weed for him. Mm -hmm. This has been a minute, you know. That's been a while back. Yeah, it's well, uh, only was, worth a hundred bucks now. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> like, now it's that right. That's right. Yeah. Not even worth hundred bucks. So you trim a pound, you get to keep two. Yeah. For every right. pound you trim, you get to keep two. That's a deal. And, and I get to feed you. Oh, my God. What a fucking deal. It's like the break with these processors. You drop off 100 pounds. They keep 50 pounds. They process it themselves. I mean, it, it's just... What is a what a right? No, it's I'm I'm thankful they do it because otherwise we would have like you got one sitting right here. Don't don't get it. Don't blow his cover. That's what he. That's his whole racket. He's not. His cover's blown because he's he's covered by Cullen on screen. Oh yeah, right now he's secret. Nobody, no one can see. No one knows who I'm talking about. Yeah, his mic's not on either. Oh, I did. I forgot. No, his mic should be on. Say something into the microphone. It might be. No, it's no, it's off. We don't want you. We don't want you on the show. Yeah. Yeah, mic's on? Mic's on now. Try it. Test. Oh, there we so go. much better with volume, with, turn it with back sound. Off, actually. I right, turn it off. <laughs> hey, Colin, do you do anything or have any interest in crypto or blockchain technology or anything like that? My only interest is that I fucked up and didn't get it a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, well, well, right now it's at the bottom of the fucking. It's dive ninety seven percent. Back at the bottom. So, so you want to get in uh, now? Get in now. No, uh, I'm, I'm, you know I've been I've been hearing that. Well, next week we're gonna do a. Next week we're gonna have a crypto heavy show. So we're gonna have. We're, we're gonna be I'm at down, a crypto listen. event next Friday. That's what you guys are right? saying. You will too. So just you are part of the show to, there, Jay. There, don't worry. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. so we're going to be surrounded. Well, I was all about this Ethereum merge or whatever. Was that what, that, what just happened? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I think my my oh, shit well, went we up by like 10 cents. I was like, wow, I got like $4 extra. I'm killing <laughs> yeah. it. I'm killing it. Um, but we are going to be at rarebloom.io at the Gaylord Hotel. Uh, emphasize that. One more time. At the Gaylord yeah. Yeah. Hotel. <laughs> Friday and Saturday. <laughs> So good. juvenile, Adam. <laughs> I know it's my that's my job. That is my <laughs> Isn't job. Isn't that great? And uh, if you're if you're interested, you can uh, 
uh, go to their website and get a registration, enter yep. done deal. You'll fly get, over here. Get a discount. <laughs> we'll see you next week. You know, no. If if you were in town, we'd get you a badge. <clears throat> we'd get you a badge. Mike Denver, we're talking to you. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be in town next week. Are you? No shit. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to get to Denver. Yeah, my wife and I are driving. Um, we're, we haven't decided if we're taking the motorcycle because I, 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 I heard that there's going to be rain. and I don't like riding in the rain. So <laughs> I'm taking a week to go drive through the Rockies and see the color change. Because um, she's nice. never actually seen the Aspens change. So uh, we're getting ready to leave actually tomorrow. Oh, so I would, be, I would actually be in Denver, but not for Friday. Would oh, you Saturday. like us to get Saturday. you in touch with our number one fan, Uncut Bush, who did exactly what you're talking about, rode his motorcycle 1,100 miles, and it's a little chilly, though. regretted it. It's very cold here now. <laughs> Today it was Rain, cold. You yeah, could, you could have snow at altitude. He was like this when he got Shit. here. He was like, yeah, hey, guys, so you, I should have gone in September. Yeah. That yeah. On a bike. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we got backup plan. I have the truck, so we'll probably just... Tow the bike. Tow yeah. the bike at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, sure. yeah, tow the bike. <laughs> and then when you get here, get on the bike for a little bit and then go, oh, it's fucking cold, honey. And then you get back on the trailer. <laughs> the first time I went on a trip with her, we I went up to uh, to uh, uh, Reno. We went all the way up to Coast California and then came up in the backside of Reno and got to Reno. And I, I took her to the airport. She was flying back to Vegas and I had to take the bike back to San Diego. And it was like 40 fucking degrees. I thought I was going to die. It oh was so gosh. fucking cold. I hey, made it I to a gas station yeah. and, I, and I was freezing. I looked like a pop school. And the guy goes, oh, you got about 20 more miles. You're going to be fine. Oh, yeah, like, right. Oh, 20 yeah. more miles? Dude, that's a rough, fuck ton. That's, so that's a lot of miles. Yeah. On a so bike when you're already yeah. miserable? Like, so it was miserable. Did Lance ever tell you of the idea we came up with for the 100-pound green, green bros demonstration which was to take a hundred pounds of flour oh. right out of the harvest and yeah. show how when put into one of your green bros machines the processing would work how much you know grade a flour came out that you were going to sell as you know smokable flour what went to pre-rolls um yeah. how did it all what went to processing to hash or to right. you know different right. concentrate and to just be able to show that economics so people could see truly in a day and age where you can go to denver and spend 67 dollars in an ounce you know how important it is to understand those economics well you know i'm glad you bring that up because to be honest with you uh what people don't understand um and what we're we've been call, you know, collecting data on is these uh, barrel type style trimmers are, are eating 20, you know, 20% to 40% more than what we do. So for every hundred pounds, we, we trim, if you have 20 pounds of leaf, we're giving you, giving you right at 80 pounds of flour. And these barrel trimmers are giving you 60, 50, 40. And people don't even understand how much they're losing out of these machines. They just, fucking destroy the bud it just eats them down and and um mm. and uh you know i mean i know a lot of people who could use a couple extra pounds out of their harvest right like if i could say hey i could give you a uh an extra 20 percent on your yield by uh switching machines that might be worth it but you know people get attached to these other kind of deals and they get like oh no it works fine <laughs> i you think your marketing your marketing director should reach out to this cat that's selling the $67 an ounce, 
buy 200 pounds of that cheap weed and run it both, you know, through the machines to show how it fucks it up because it's really, it's so cheap. Yeah, I mean, that's great. You just ruined my whole marketing campaign for next year by letting it out early. But don't worry, Dave, it's coming. <laughs> Ta-da! I try. Yeah, yeah, I try. I think I'm gonna have to That's hire really you now. Yeah. What's gonna happen? Oh, please, really man! <laughs> All of it. I'll send good. my resume over right after the show. Up? Oh, what? Yeah, Wait, we're not. It's good. just us talking right now. <clears throat> but, Dave. Yeah, Dave. So what, what else? Dave Anything? Right I, I mean, I guess the. I guess I'm asking a dumb question now. If you're, if you have in the works something much bigger, for when that next iteration comes, and somebody says. I need I need a machine that can process a ton in an hour. Yeah, yeah. So that's that that's what I was kind of alluding to with the uh, with the uh, management station. So I can put I mean I can literally stack as many machines as you need to trim as much as you want next to each other and run them all through whatever process you want next. I mean they I have an automatic trimmer that you basically you fill one in and you press the button it runs your recipe and it continuously outputs uh, the same quality same trim everything product from from beginning to end it'll load itself consistently every time and unload itself so that's how we trim party you know you put the put your weed in the back and you walk away and you come back and you got a bunch of trimmed weed so i mean we're always thinking like that that's how we think about the future of cannabis and especially on production uh, uh, scale you know so we have connected them all together and we're putting together um some load cells and some data collection points so you can actually see in real time what you're getting for your value point out of out of different uh, processes, right? Because it, most people are missing a lot and they don't even understand it. Oh man, that's old school, that video. That's one of my favorite. Marco did that. You it's remember on your Marco, website. Yeah? We're only old yeah. school around here. We only show the old school videos. We don't show anything oh, new. Sick, <laughs> no, we did. I was really I was really proud of this video. That's a good one. I love Damn. it. Y'all got some good weed. <laughs> I'm glad you immortalized that. Thank you very much. That's it. Yeah. You know, we often play clips and oh, most no, that, people that don't know great. it's them. Yeah. No, no, that's perfect. I knew it was me. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny does that to me all the time. It changes the fucking speed of it or something like that. It makes it go really fast. So I, I have to slow it down. And no, that shit. was that was that was on. a good one. Yeah, I think the last time, I don't know if you knew last, did you know last time we were fucking with you with that one? I think so, yeah. Okay, just check. I'm not <laughs> as dumb as I look. <laughs> so we're going to see you in Vegas when we're there next month? No, what do you mean? We're going to see yeah. him next week. He's oh, no, we're gonna see him. oh, yeah, we're going to see you next week when you're here. Sorry. Yeah, cold as fuck. I got, hey, you know what? I do winter jackets. I do winter you hemp jackets. So I guess you, what? You, need, they work. you need to get here to get your jacket. Hey, so, so my display, get there to get my hemp my display worked. You did it? The Why? guy that came in on the motorcycle, yeah. he came here for jackets, bro. Did he? Nice. Jack and two T's. There you go. Really? We're making sales. Nice. We're making sales. We're making sales. Well, we're not making sales. So they're sold out. <laughs> no, she does it on uh, Venmo or whatever. Oh, it so is. What? Yeah, there's no yeah. cash. This there. is amazing because you've just you just this you created an interesting sales marketing little Nick. like like no no it's outside it for a second. You have Colin. Who lives in Las Vegas? Who has absolutely no fucking need for a parka? Yeah, you do, bro. Except yeah. I've lived in Vegas when he bro. comes to Colorado on no, his motorcycle. No, you need gonna, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta tell you, there's I a couple of weeks in the middle that, that I could use a fucking parka. Oh yeah, yeah when yeah. it's seventy degrees, <laughs> right? No, uh, Sixty-five. Guys are cold. It it cold. Is cold. He's not hey, in San Diego. Like he's not he's in Vegas. Sixty-five is cold. Yeah, it's cold. He was sixty-five. It feels different. It was forty-two here this morning. 
Yeah, it's gonna oh, be yeah, it was cold. Well, we are looking forward oh, to so if we if we hopefully we'll see you next weekend. But if not, in Vegas. Because I'll be here. Come yeah, you'll see me in yeah. Vegas for sure. But I definitely got to check out. You got to send me a, a link so I can check out this Parker Jam because oh, that sounds uh, we, we will. like something I, I need to we'll check out. We got you. Yeah, we're not even going to send you to the website. We want to make you buy it. Yeah, oh, yeah, you have to come here. It's like a warm hug. Yeah. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah, look right. for the big red building that looks like it Shout might have been uh, Taco Loco or defunct Taco coffee Logo. shop or something. I don't know. It looks really? at a drive through Yeah. That's what you got to say first. Oh, what are you talking about? I would. I, this guy, this like, guy and his lame description. There's a church. Okay. <laughs> it, That's what's This was closest. a church? This is the, a was, church. No, it's I was saying what the church. building looked like before it became this amazing studio. Oh yeah, before Taco was, logo. No, is a it was going to be as a drive-through. <laughs> it was going to be an Amore pizza. Yeah, yeah. much that. better example. Top that. That's fucked, See? man. That's How, fucked up. How fucked up is that? That's fucked up. We stopped it from becoming a bad Amore pizza. Amore pizza is the pizza place that I basically grew up at. I would never eat pizza here. But he roller, he roller skated there as a boy. <laughs> <laughs> he roller skated. As a boy. <laughs> uh -huh. Sorry. What? Mark's Sorry. on fire tonight. Smart mouth over Smart here. Smart mouth. <laughs> on fire. Anyway, we're boring, Colin. He's like, how do I get off this? He's like, my show? wife's coming any second. All right, here she comes. Colin has a podcast uh, too. Actually, there's actually action happening in the park lot, man. Oh, oh yeah, you got, you're going to be go? man on the street, man on the street. <laughs> What's going on? Man, man, tell us, turn the camera around. He's not in Florida. If he was in Florida, it would be really good because uh, you know the shit would get crazy. Nah, but no. It's not as exciting as it looks. It's, it's all good. Oh, Vegas, it's over could, now. Vegas could have some weirdness. Yeah, yeah. Vegas yeah. got weirdness. Yeah. We have the number one um, uh, police shootings in the country. Not this year, but last wow. year we had like two hundred, two hundred eighty-seven. Yeah, and we just had a stabbing, like a fucking crazy yeah, crazy kid. Twelve people were stabbed crazy on the fucking nice. strip, and two, uh, two of them died. What Why? the fuck? When? Yeah. So these these just girls, these girls, there's all these girls down there that take pictures. They they they're like the showgirls, and people oh. take pictures with them. They 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 charge you money to do that. It's kind of a thing. Well, some dude was spurned by them because he I didn't want to pay or whatever. So he went on a little fucking flip out and stabbed a bunch of people. Holy fuck. Dude, oh my God. Yeah, they fucking, they got his ass, but I mean, he he, uh, he he killed two people. So we, yeah, we have shit down there. Yeah, just another day. Not the kind of shit you want. But <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And you can gamble. Uh, Yay. <laughs> but you can gamble. <laughs> Multiple levels. All the other yeah. vices are available. You can smoke well. everywhere. I love Vegas. No, you really I technically like Vegas can't. Because you can just walk yeah, around with a drink have. and you can yeah. smoke on the street. It's all whatever you want to do. Is it like weed Colo Colorado, Colorado it you get like tased if you smoke a cigarette <laughs> fucking by anybody. Yeah. You get fucked up. Yeah, like you get a ticket, you get arrested, you get like penalized for 14 Although, years. Like, Colin doesn't know the history here. You yeah. She's been arrested more times than wait, wait, all wait, of wait, us just, combined. Hold on, hold on, hold on. assholes about yes. smoking. Colin, if I set the over <laughs> under at three for number of times J-Lo's been tased with a cigarette, would you go under over? You know what? I just don't have enough data, but uh, that exactly sounds like it's been more than once. If you want to know, it's surreal out here. I just feel like what are we going there, with? Under feel, over? I feel so free. I'm just like uh, watching me I'll smoke go this. Over, man. I'm gonna take a risk on that day. I'm gonna go over. We're, I don't think she's ever been tased. Nine restraining orders, <laughs> Listen, but no tasing. You don't know. 
Have you been tased? I was misled. Were you tased? I For mean, fun. I mean, yeah, exactly. You call what is the definition of tasing? I, I stand corrected. Uh, Adam, you, you just tased? got the number no, wrong. Have you been tased? No. Oh, okay. Never. Just you have not been tased. Amateur hours. You have not been fun. tased. Oh my god. Just for fun. She looks like she really has. I really think she has. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, are you guys gonna broadcast at MJ Biz? That not uh, from hopefully. not from MJ Biz, but from somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. MJ Biz adjacent. But during MJ Biz. Biz adjacent. Well, Friday. Oh. We, we're live every Friday, regardless of COVID. Um, where we're we, at. we were live during COVID yeah. for all throughout. So 420 to 710. Yeah, no random Mountain days time. off anymore. Yeah. No, right. edit, no editing allowed. Cullen, you're a business exactly. owner. Can we it's ask you a question? You asked me to fill in one. As a business owner, would you take shit like that from your employees, even if they weren't really monetary, monetarily remunerated? <laughs> the longest internship you know, that you've ever seen. It's a tough one, man. It all comes down to you really like them. Yeah, Everybody we do. here is <laughs> awful. We kind of do. If you, if you really like them, you'll put up with a lot of shit, man. That's how it is. Did you have to say that with him hearing day. it, though? Earshot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in earshot. Now he knows. I'm here. Turn off your headphones for a second and then tell me yeah, how you really feel. There, there are definitely moments when you when you got to, you know, cor- let some gentle correction, Dave. Adam fantasizes about firing all of us. No. A pickup. <laughs> I use it as, a, use it as collateral. Uh-oh, it is the Adam <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. We're actually going to talk about you right now when we do our shout-outs and yeah, advertisements. Great, man. Uh, I will get, text me your, your, your code. I'll get that set up for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks um, for yep. checking thank in. You. It's fun. You guys are... It was fun. Hopefully, we will see you again soon. Well, come on, no. you got it. We'll we'll plug we it. Your you have a podcast. Oh yeah, tell us about the, tell us. What's the? Yeah, address? I have a. I, I do an industry-born podcast. It can be found on the Hayes Radio. Oh, good old Hayes Radio. Say hi to Andrew. Say hi to Mr. Mr. Pizzicalis for us. We love we we love him. I haven't done any new shows in a minute because you got to be really busy trying to keep my head above water. It's good to take some time off from your podcast. Sometimes. No, you can't. Wait, that's no, oh. because this is our only excuse yeah. to get away from everything. Wow! Don't that was me. the guy I was asking you the question yeah. about talking. By the way, I mean, really, would he still be on right now, even though you really like him? Whatever. I mean, wouldn't you just? Yeah, but you guys edit. That's the difference. They would edit you out. So oh, we don't, we're good. not allowed. He, yeah. we can't you, do that. You ed- no, we didn't edit. We just talked for now, right? We can't. Oh, you do? You edited me I down. Yeah, I did your podcast. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, it's yeah, down to I didn't edit you, oh. man. Okay. okay. You got 30 seconds of you now. No, <laughs> I would. We talked for like an 30 hour. 30 good seconds. We got 30 good seconds, right? We're good. Yep. Uh, and I'll loop him on skates. And we'll loop him around. Yeah, we'll just take a video of him on skates <laughs> and loop him. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Colin. Thank you, Colin. Thank you. Talk peace. to you soon, man. Peace. See you in a month. Yeah. See you guys. Thank <laughs> All you. All right. Peace. I party. There you go. So. Holy shit. Uh, I didn't even see I didn't even say once I didn't even ask him if he, any you know ex strippers working at a spot so I could like make my story real. Uh, that was my whole shtick was like what? made by ex hooker hookers ex strippers. <laughs> they built the factory where they used to walk so we offered them jobs. Yes, I mean I figured that would be, the, that'd be All the girls drink it's just but that I'm the one that gets caught. Telly's like, why did I sit down here? Telly's here. Telly's here to to bring us back to to weed. 
Because we're back we to week. About, we talked about mushrooms. Hey, so should long. we? Oh, uh, well, we did about trimmers. Wait. Trimmers is weird. Yeah. Should we do shout outs and then yes. go on to Patreon? Yes, yes, yes. Well, we. Oh, I forgot about the Patreon show. Yeah, so now that's what we're oh, really you're rushing in, and now you're thought, like, oh, I'm gonna oh, get in the last it. five seconds, and then now I'm stuck. Now I'm stuck here yeah, for stuck. an hour. No, that's a whole other. You're getting more invisible by the eight end five five. It's a talent I have actually. Just disappearing into the. What are the numbers for soil? Eight five five eight seven seven soil. What's the numbers for soil? Buildasoil.com. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, had wow. I had to look. I'm distracted I too. I was looking at Mike, you, looking Mike at Denver, that, looking at that. What? Mike, De- Mike what? Bro said the funniest thing ever. My oh. safe word is employment. Uh. <laughs> 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 I like that. That is good. Anyway, buildasoil.com. You got to call them if you That's want. His first chat all night. Oh, goodness. he's been busy policing the. the I know he you just know. came in and started doing. Yeah, that. so build the soil. You have to call them. Okay, there is no promo code. You got to call up. You got to say, I watched that guy who used to have a beard. Tell me what I should do. Yeah, now he's beardless, and I really don't How's know. It? So I'm yeah. calling you guys. Someone said he looked like a dark-haired Jeffrey Dahmer. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. (laughs) How do they come up with these things? We're gonna switch seats. So (laughs) fucked up. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I don't want to do a side-by-side. Wow. Side. I, I don't see that. But don't anyway. see that's hilarious. That's fucked up. That's real that's fucked up. That's real fucked up. Oh, that's man. fucked up that Mark brought that up. Yeah. You. You. He would do that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but you you brought up the ultimate fuck-up. I'm going to start calling you Dahmer. Vinny, making Vinny smoke again is oh. what you did. Oh, you're I, really no, going to cry about smoke. this? I didn't do that. I don't question. even have cigarettes. Don't blame me. You know who doesn't make you smoke build the soil. Build the soil. Oh. Whoa, MTI, bring it back, bring it back. This is why you keep them employed. Yeah, that's right. Greenfarmsmed.com in Colorado Springs or Platte Valley Dispensary right across from the aquarium. You can get. HR's in the house. Oh. <laughs> oh she's she's going to have a cookie. Uh. With numb nuts, a bagel. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Careful with the knife there. That's um, nine out of ten people will cut themselves no, slicing a bagel. Bagels are the Don't number one injury it. in the uh, <laughs> in the restaurant industry. In the, is, really? So in the room. Yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. what you can it's do. Because they use badass knives. Here's no, what you can do. It's it's that's like thing. a, a <laughs> grimly proud New York fact, right? You know. <laughs> hey Dave, what can we do? Why don't you head over to Platte Valley Dispensary and go to the med side? Tell you want the done deal. You're gonna get an. You should be going there and getting all your nine thousand dollar deal. Right? right? Yeah, why don't you go to Platte Valley what Dispensary? What am I doing? I know. I know. Get You'll get an ounce grown. of organic flour for 150 bucks. 150 bucks. He's got three yeah. strings yeah, on the shelf be. right now. Organic. But oh. if you're not a medical patient, you can go to the rec side <laughs> and you can get eight grams of apothecary extracts, f- uh, purple Where punch. is our apothecary? It's right here, and I'm sitting right here. You've been smoking it all night. See, whatever. All night, all night. You can get eight grams for eighty bucks out the door. That is the best deal I have heard of in a long time. Since Vinny found that like eight dollar gram that one time, but it was twelve with tax. 
You know, this is uh, 10 bucks a gram for eight grams. Out the door. Out the door. Out the door. Out the kicking door. you out the door. They're kicking you down the stairs. Yeah. No, they're not going to. You, you got to head you over. You don't want to kick people down the stairs. Not good. All right. Uh, if oh, you're, also, if you're not a medical member, you can go to Ozo Coffee. But if you get so kicked out of the stairs. Justin just came back from Peru. Oh. So we should expect. Oh, you had to, are you going to see him today? Did you see him today, or did you see him? I tomorrow? saw him this morning. Oh, yeah, I brought you a coffee. You were sitting on I it. I see it. You brought him coffee, but you didn't tell I me. I brought three things of. Co- you don't drink it. How do you know if I do or don't drink <laughs> coffee? We know. We you know. Be you just go to because it's making <laughs> making coffee, grinding <laughs> hey. it, having pouring you it over, taking the time. <laughs> but it's true, right? Hey, hey. It's fine. Let's talk about Ozo. <laughs> <laughs> ozocoffee.com yes. is one of our best done deals 20% off they form just long term relationships with their their, oh. know, their coffee farmers and they have the beans shipped here green and they roast it on a 1959 roaster it's amazing amazing coffee as they ride around on unicycles uh, <laughs> adjusting their mustache with mustache wax <laughs> Uh, their new logo <laughs> is amazing. In Boulder, of course. I mean, this is Boulder we're talking about. Sounds yeah. like While their wives do yoga. The Those corner. bikes with the big wheel and the little wheel. nothing different. Ozocoffee.com. <laughs> and Kale runs around and plays with his friends. Give me that, but <laughs> Green Bros. Oh, we already did Green All right, Bros. Good. Apothecary Farms. So, oh, this runts. This runts. is what we started smoking. Yeah. Yeah, it, we smoked all Doesn't that. the extract smell like your flower? Does it? I hope. That'd be good. I mean, oh, that's, that was... That was well, it tastes like your flower. This? Yeah, so I got a big old bucket of that. If you're into it concentrates, go to Colorado and Oklahoma's Concentrate Focus Dispensary, Apothecary nah. Farms. <laughs> they have three locations here in Colorado. Uh, Pueblo, Colorado, Springs, yeah, and Denver. And then we got uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> they got five uh, locations there. You can get some ambrosia, which is some diamonds and sauce. They got the uh, Solomon's hash oil. And also, they also just started an ambrosia vessel, which is a vessel. It's a disposable uh, vape cartridge, basically. And it's made out of hemp plastic. One gram. Yeah. And actually, they have a version that has a solventless hash oil in it, too. So head out to Apothecary Farms, get the done deal, $25 a gram, uh, and an infused joint. Boom. I'm just saying you brought it upon yourself. He was fine until you made him all spicy by comparing him to Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know I'm going to get spicy. God, that's such a good one. <laughs> it's pretty good. Though. Never you look at the same. <coughs> okay, um, how about we go to NumNuts? NumNutsCo.com. Delicious. Great. NumNutsCo.com. Enter Dundeal at checkout. You get... No. It's fifteen percent off your peanut butter. It might be twenty. CC um, just slaps them on a bagel. Yep. So nice. It's CBD peanut butter can be shipped anywhere in the country, even to Hawaii. He can ship it to Canada as well. But the THC, thousand oh. milligram, medicated peanut butter. Got to be a medical patient. Ye. You can find it at a ton of medical dispensaries here in Colorado. Look around. Amazing product. Numbnutsco.com. Oh my god. How did I not? I was tempted to put. I was tempted to put a little bit of that into my mousetrap thing because I I got a live I got a live one you know live mousetrap. Yeah. So check out what we have just to see if he would be like crashed out in the morning like instead of being all run around like case and pies. Drago. (laughs) Drago. That's the that's the rosin from. Oh nice. Yeah. That one the ziggle the giggles I got last week was good. You were, you were giggling around. This is my giggly, giggly, yeah. goo. This, this is my jam lately. I got so head over I got to cakes and pies this week. We got one of those. Cakes too. and pies is my favorite lately. Uh, that's what I've heard, but I have not. Uh, 
Head over to 14er. Wish, tell them you, you watch the show. <laughs> tell them you watch the show. You walk out with a bunch of papers, uh, lighters. They have uh, coffee mugs, whatnot. Um, they what make. Tell them you were on That's the show. why people go there is to get their coffee mugs. Right. I don't know. They, for, uh, for all no one's I know, paying attention anymore. No one cares. This is why I go. <laughs> this is why I go. Maybe yeah, you talk your way into a discount. Actually, they have just recently, two weeks now, you can actually walk in and shop. It's true. It's nice. Yeah, it's not only actually pre-order walk anymore. In. Well, because they were pre-order like only during mm-hmm. COVID. I know. Okay, so totally open. It's been a long time like they were like that. The truth is on the shelf right now. The so truth. If you just wanted to show. try a strain, <laughs> that even makes sense. I don't speak if you wanted to try a strain that will really, that is their flagship strain. That is what when I walked in in 2010, that was the strain. It's true. Try the truth. Do you feel? You can try the Dahmer deal too. We don't know if that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that will hey, Dahmer got work. it done, bro. <laughs> oh my God! This is so bad. It's too you soon. Got it done. Too soon. You know who else gets it done is Fishhead Farms. Fish shit. Now we're gonna have to set a, 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 a line on whether or not Adam comes in with a, you know, blonde hair next week. Yeah. Go to fishheadfarms.com or at yeah, fish like shit real on. Hair, though. <laughs> yeah. Used to be our biggest done deal. It's twenty five percent off if you're under done deal at checkout. So. Um I had some shipped to uh, one of the employees at not Fortina. Cheddar Bob. That's definitely not Cheddar Bob. Bob. It wasn't Cheddar Bob, right? Definitely not. Obviously no, not. definitely no. not. Definitely not him. No, I told him I'd have him a signed copy of Danko's book sent to him. And, that's and that never happened. Wow. Did that ever happen? No. Today, he's I like, just said that to him. He like, said, I don't want it. I don't want Danko's autograph. That's what he said. Yeah. Oh. Come on, Cheddar Bob. 25% off. You don't even know. You think now you don't want it. Definitely. Amazing like When product. he's the old guy in the room. Prolific. I got one of his books. I got the stories. Fishheadfarms.com. Fishheadfarms.com. Get some fish shit. God damn it. Boom. We almost had a bang about a Terp wipes. We'll have, Terp wipes. We have a case arriving tomorrow. Go to terpwipes.com slash done deal. No yeah. promo code. <laughs> the invisible guy is going to show Terpwipes.com yeah. slash done deal. <laughs> hey, hold it in front of you. Get a subscription. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, look. It's look. floating. It's floating. Well, it sounds like a hot item. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, cultured biologics. Oh shit! Oh, that was the hot item. Cultured biologics, carbon-based nutrients uh, coming out of right here in Colorado. Taking it to from uh, actually all the weed we're smoking today was grown with. Nothing but culture biologics. I can taste it. And I don't speak English. No, you cannot you taste cannot it. That's the that's the whole the point. God damn it! You tasting weed. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I could taste its quality. (laughs) You knew what I was coming at. I could taste how delicious it was. I'm not supposed to taste it. That's a tempted save right there. No, No, but that is the the first thing. It's funny when I, like, it's my third round. The first round didn't really count because it was kind of like halfway through a crop, so I didn't really count that one. But then this last round, CC, same thing. She was like, that's the best weed you ever grew. That's the best weed you ever grew. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And I had to agree it was the best. I was like, wait a minute, you're Like right. every crop since That's what I mean. uh, COVID has Smoke gotten this. better. Right. Like for sure. Yeah. It's because we, you were working with all the right people. So every time we adjust with these people like, and cultured, being the major adjustment right now because it's the base of everything what we're doing, it is just, it burns great. It tastes great. In fact, and the terps are there. And uh, uh, if you've been watching on Patreon, you've been seeing the results. We'll see some more today. today. But yeah, check them out, culturebiologics.com. And uh, 
One Same. day. One day soon. That's right. We're going to have a big, we're going to have a full cultured mega fest going on. Mega fest. Mega fest. Boom, Culturebiologics.com with the next. That's right. <laughs> boom, boom, Malco the light. Last week we oh. gave away a light. Hey, yes, can, sir. You, can we also, can you throw yeah, in a quick no. stash oh, logics before we get to Illuminar? Oh, because, logics to logics. Because they're really oh, hooking ex. us up right now, so we, we have it. to show them some love. Let's boom. do it. Let's bring it. Well, how about you guys start talking to them? I'll pull up the fucking right. Okay. So yeah. Where is your stash? Where is it? You didn't bring it. You freaking, where is it? Oh, get, pull it out. <laughs> That's I didn't get out. no stash logic. No. I was supposed to hit him up. I was supposed to hit him up. I'm we're going to get. Me too. It, 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 trust me, you'll get one. I know. I, I was just kidding. I was, get, I'm not worried about next, it. Next so week. Th- this, this product is really a must have if you drive with oh. cannabis in your car, even if it's legal yeah. cannabis in your car, even if you are not smoking. <laughs> if it's legal cannabis, it needs to be in this, in some lockable enclosure where you have an expectation of privacy. I like to, to leave mine open so I can like reach it while I'm driving. Yeah, I like to have it right there. So I can roll. It's right the, the cup fuck? holder. What do you mean? <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly. so wrong. Jeff Guard was on the show. Cup and the DUI. If you want to get bummed out, have a lawyer on your show. Yeah. That'll bum you out right away. You're like, wait a minute, so everything I'm doing is not right? That's I'm hilarious. That's not good. T-shirt over the top, bro. Yeah. If you drive a car. Have you seen J-Lo's car? Yes. Yeah, okay. If you drive a car... <laughs> what does that mean? That d- you fucking asshole. What does that mean? <laughs> you know what that means. It means you have you many infractions. That doesn't have a trunk. <laughs> and even if you do, you want to have an added layer of protection oh, so that I've you understand screen. that you have an expectation of privacy. If you don't have that, anything in your car will be searched by a police officer. Okay. Isn't Supreme that Court, what you said? Is it? SUV? This is coming from a police officer, so you know he's yeah, real. For real. <laughs> You're a cop. <laughs> true. You shaved the side That's burns, why he's still a cop. So That's so fucked up. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> you have no idea how fucked up. I I wanted to be a nine one one call one day taker. Like, I wanted to be the geez, guy that helped people, not be you. the fucking cop. He's got the end of that I wanted to be to that now. point. Where you were in crisis and you mm-hmm. called me for help and you called me a cop? No, they're the <laughs> ones that show up after a nine one one call taker does their job. And if they had the tools to do it correctly, they wouldn't dispatch police. Only an undercover ser- cop. This bagel. They just send bagels. They just send people around. Just bagels. get a stash logic. <laughs> Enter Quick. done deal. It's twenty percent off. Done you really need deal. to have this product. It's they a good are product. Great. Uh, Bagels okay. wouldn't hurt. Bagels okay. wouldn't hurt. Oh no! What did I do? Okay. All right. Okay. So last week we gave away a light, and uh, if you want to win a light next month, Did she get through to him because she was trying to find him. What? Who? The winner. The winner. It's in the done deal. They're talking to each other. Oh, of course. See, the new rep, actually, I get to see all the behind the scenes, so now I get to see all that. That's pretty cool, man. Anyways, so if you want to win this light and have me be in on the behind the scenes here, you can uh, (laughs) give us an email at dundeal.com and uh, tell us why you need a light. Leave us your number. I swear, we won't be creepy with it. And uh, (laughs) you have to know the way. Speak for yourself. Speaking for everyone here. Speak for yourself. I (laughs) said nothing. If you say it, you know it's going to be creepy. (laughs) Just by you saying that was creepy. Just kidding. You guys aren't weird. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Of course I am. 
Oh, I really? mean, just that Jeffrey Dahmer looking dude next to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what it is? He He's taking time off in a few weeks, right? Right. Like two weeks, right? That's what it is. He yeah, one, he's he's got to deal with us for one more week that's and then that's hilarious. it. Yeah. Yeah, and of course we're doing some remote where we have to take all this crap. So mm. Holy fuck! Anyways, all right. You are such a all this crap. Well, we started getting sloppy in this last. We're gonna, we're gonna bring our little mini version, dude. Okay, taking all this crap. I was just kidding. Jeez. I'm kidding. Uh, Come on, it's all a character. Luminar lighting. <laughs> I love everything. We don't do. break character, <laughs> Jesus. What yeah, are you doing? Geez. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you got to know the word of the month. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Back to normal. Uh, oh, wow. Luminarlighting.com. Right, give us a light. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, give us an email. That's Fuck right. it, man. <laughs> 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 Why would you say that? Oh, Seedsherenow.com. Oh, yeah. com. Done deal. A kid even understands. You'll get 10% <laughs> off. You'll get 10% off. And you can go to his <laughs> vault. The vault Which is contains blowing up, right? I have to say. Seeds. I'm not blowing up because you don't want to blow the vault up. Yeah. Not like like someone Dumbledore didn't actually blow his vault up. Don't yeah. get like that. Look at the glow from the vault. <laughs> like it I might be blowing up. But it is blowing up. <laughs> That's even more fucked up. Good night. But he was saying there was some good shit in there. Like when this he says it, you know, it's, it's real. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Sleepers. Turn okay. that frown upside down. <laughs> Go back to the rap. I want to hear the rap again. You got it. No, there's no editing. Email. We're good. But in general... We never have to edit because we have all great people that we're working with, yeah. including James. James Bean, man on the scene, killing it with the Seeds Here Now crew. So then just, uh, and um, Cowboy Cup. Cowboy Cup. Cowboy Coming up Cup. soon. That's going to come up fast. So we have to uh, stay on top of that. The Cowboy Cup? Oh, yeah. Should ready? I dress like a cowgirl? What's the Cowboy um, Cup? Hello. Daisy Dukes. <laughs> if you don't. Be very it's gonna be fucking cold. You understand our <laughs> brand, right? Adam and I have to be baked beyond anything. People have to look at us and go, "How did you guys talk for that long? Smoke that much? You have to show up in Daisy Dukes." That's all you have to do. Okay. No, told me really? before the first time, and then talk I'm about Avid. Oh, yes, wow. thank you, MCI. All the way there was, thank or you. people wouldn't yeah. believe the science. No, I was that was wrong about. with me. You don't have to show up like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah, just yeah. dress up like you a cowgirl. It's okay. Look at him at his age. Like he's just stepping in. Oh, dude. You threw okay, me off my game with that <laughs> fucking with that. archive <laughs> atlas. Seeds here now. SHN auctions. That that's the seeds you want, right? He takes two packs. He puts oh, them aside. If nobody complains, that's how you G -G. get them. You got that, on the auction um, site. Rarebloom.io. What do you site. mean? I was that not yet, that. but I'll no. do that. Pull that up, and we'll do that as our ender because that's next oh, week's show, so we can explain what we're doing, so people know what the fuck is happening. Bro. I got ender. Wrapping. You got an ender? Well, no, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Rarebloom.io. That's where we're going to be next Friday. I know, and that's when I told him to pull up. There it is. Look at that. Oh, that's so you guys just started talking. It already happened. Oh, shit. I didn't know that was me. He did not. What? No, I just noticed. You knew that little snip with you, and you didn't know Okay. Next week, we're doing something, apparently. We're going to be here at the Rare Bloom. I wasn't asked about it, but we could just do it. Oh, don't even go there. So, are we doing it? Are we of doing course. it? Uh, yes, we are doing it. Do we we're going to have. It's not going to be just us. It's going to be. Welcome to Rare Blue. We're going to be with um, uh, our buddy Kyle and his uh, NFT NFT trees oh. project. We'll be sharing a booth space with us, and we're going to also have Pogo there with his NFT glass. Yes, NFT oh. is still alive, people. Do I know it's ninety-seven percent oh. down, but it's okay. Fresh hemp. 
fresh hemp. We'll be there with some winter gear, which would be we perfect get, timing. We get a room so we can go swimming? I'm going to get a room so that we can go swimming. Yes, we're gonna have, nice. uh, we'll have a room there. <laughs> a room just to go. Don't and, pee in the pool, Vinny. You know, there's this, that pool yeah. pool's already 90% pee. That's no, that pool is Don't you watch South Park? It's pure pee. It's all pee. Pure I'm all bringing pee. my own H2O, too. It's going to be a super cool event, though. It is... Uh, <laughs> About 750 <laughs> tickets have been sold already, so that's... There'll be 1,000 by the time it starts. Yeah, Look at all these people. 1, Look at them all. Look at them all. Tanks if you had an They were millionaires for one second. They were all billionaires for like two seconds, and now they're down to 100 heirs. They're 100 heirs. There's at least 100 heirs in there. You, you are thinking the way we think in that. Anybody who has made a substantial fortune in crypto was running an algorithm that tanked their position the moment it hit a threshold. So when it went by like one and a half percent dip for more than a couple of seconds, yeah, it all just moved into a different currency that wasn't on that trend and protected them from that very Those fucking guys and their nerdiness. So don't think that they lost anything. It's only the people that bought one Bitcoin a while ago, mm -hmm. then went to work and then forgot about it, mm -hmm. just saw they lost $40,000. It went up and they oh, saw it came sad. down and now it ain't nothing. Nothing. No, but it'll be, it'll be a cool show <clears throat> and we're going to be the, the uh, unique weed people because that's oh, our job cool, dude we're the weed people. we're coming there as our little weed island we're gonna have a little weed island we have a 10 by 20 that's weak space man yeah and we're gonna be basically oh. they, they're gonna be like so what do you do and we're gonna basically let our nft guy reel them in so they'll be like oh I, I get it i get it and then they're gonna look at my tapes and go like my brain just melted and that's gonna be pretty much how it's gonna go <laughs> i already see it we're NFT. going there on friday and Saturday. They have an agenda. Friday and Saturday. Not a fucking We will be tool. there. Yeah. Uh, when's, our, when's our thing? Oh, look. Adam Dungeon and guests. Oh, oh shit. Whoa. Speakers. We're in there. What time 30 is 2.30 p.m. We're talking? Just in time. On day yeah. one. Oh, good thing you looked Who that up, Who are you up, talking bro. to? <laughs> It's good to know. It's good to know what because we would have never looked that up. You know, we would have been like on the second day. I'd be like, so when am I speaking? And they'd have been like, you were on the first day of the two thirty. Are you? Yeah. You are you remembering exactly what I told you? Right? You Friday? missed your speaking. I missed so many speaking slots. Is that Friday? You got a PowerPoint okay. ready, bro? 2.30, That's perfect. PowerPoint. Yeah, he's got his two thirty on Friday. No, we're doing a panel. Oh, is that so why it says friends? Panel. Am I yes. groping? Are we Adam recording that? Yes. Is that what's happening? The guests oh, are look, Mark Pogo to get out of and the NFT guy. And everybody that's at our booth is going to be on the I panel. I can just run nice. everything from here. I just, I'm going to be doing like the the intro, yeah. the yeah. outro, and the and come on over and and, and, uh, and I'll be making fun of Dave pretty much as well. My job. So my job right, is to Dave, go. Dave, this is your first prostate exam. Nope. So uh, nope. if you're our Patreon listener, then you know, you, know, you know the game. Ten more minutes, we'll be back. See you soon. If not, uh, we'll see you next Peace week. And love. Oh. And I'll be dressed up in cowgirl out outfit. Out. Shout out to all the uh, guests. Shout out to Colin. Shout out to, obviously, to Andrew. And to shout out to Duffy and Telly. Telly's now here. He's, he's, he's hanging out for Patreon. So if you're going to let Hatch take us out. Oh, oh shit! shit. Does he have We're to already work? doing he, it. He's already, he already did the work. He did the work. He right. put it to wax. Yeah, it's already yeah, it's, 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 it's making money it's right now. Yeah. We're getting paid. Uh, yeah, we, we already put it on sound. He's a SoundCloud rapper now. We're producers. We put it. He's about to get an eye tattoo in the ten minute break. That's the thing. By the time we're back from Patreon, he's gonna have half his face tattooed. Yeah, yeah, I will. On other people, I'm gonna actually get my own face tattooed. But I'm gonna have other people. And that's a real rap. Okay. All right, peace out, guys. See you next week.